are back at the Wizard of Wines and listening to Curse of Strodania, a Legends of Aventurous podcast. Last time, the Azran expedition began the journey to the Martikov's vineyard, and on the road they learned of a terrible consequence to their thoughtless actions. The raven they killed at Old Bone Grinder was in fact a were-raven, and a child at that. However, all was not lost. They returned the body to the Martikovs, and with the help of the powerful primal magic of Davian Martikov and his gem of life, they brought little Vasha back from the dead. With the impossible achieved, they began their investigation of the vineyard and were beset upon by blighted creatures that had long afflicted the land. In the end, they were all burned away. Now, all that is left is to discover the source of the corruption. This episode is brought to you by our generous supporters on Patreon. You can become a patron yourself by following the link in the show notes. We are eternally grateful for your support. With that out of the way, let us proceed with the conclusion of Chapter 6, The Raven Child. Karma Shepherd, be on guard. Please approach the door. Yeah, no worries. The rest of us will follow. All right, my flaming sphere's gone. Kana, if you want to go first, I got your back. And I'm going to just keep my weapons drawn and move behind her as she moves forward. Be cautious. I will slink forward to the door and trying to avoid the piles next to either side that the creatures came out of. And I will uh, try the handle. You reach your hand out to what itself is... um, It's old, but it's not rotting. It's not in decay, but it is well-worn. And as you turn the handle, the familiar sound of rust that you come to expect uh, does not not echo throughout the area as you would have have thought. Um, You reach out and, and it turns easily. Metal on metal seems to be fairly lubricated and in normal amounts of use. You slowly pull the door open and let me get them out. Oh, 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 my God. How much You know, for as many times as you've done that, I've never really gotten used to it, my friend. It does not feel good when you give me the heel and touch, if you know what I'm saying. You will eventually get used to it. Look, look, I'm I'm descended from devils, and even I don't get used to that, all right? There can be no growth without destruction and pain. Are are we all feeling all right to proceed? I am feeling well enough. We need to take time to rest, but I think that we are more than capable to go through this winery. Rest isn't going to do me much right now. I'm, I could do this all day. Let's just make sure there are no more druids inside, please. At least not immediately. If we can find a safe place. All right, Khan, I got your back. I'll open the door and peek in. Uh, you fully open the door and you look inside. You see strips of iron and wood lie in neat piles on the floor of what appears to be a workshop the walls of which are lined with tools. Two work tables stand against the east wall. And if you turn your head and look through everything, it appears to be that this is where the barrels for the casks of wine are made. It's a small workshop that you're entering in through. And as you look around, you realize that, especially with the size of this door, this isn't the main entrance to the winery, but merely one of, from looking at the facade as you approach, one of the many entrances. I'll hold my hand up for all of them to wait, and I want to walk over 
uh, to this door and listen to it. You walk to the door and you press your ear up against it. I need you to roll a perception check. Fifteen. Listen in and you hear the faint sound of creaking, the movement of wood. I will um, listen for a second more to see if it's moving quickly or if it's just pacing. It doesn't seem to be moving in any uh, discernible way. There's no pattern to it. Okay. It's uh, a creak here and a creak there, and you almost center yourself, hoping to count the moments between the cadence, but there is no cadence. It's haphazard, and it's in no rhyme or reason. Uh, I'll try the handle. You turn the handle as you push it, push the door open. You look inside. Rolls of new barrels fill this room. A narrow stone staircase spirals upward in the southwest corner. Uh, I peek in. Do I see anyone? You look around and you see nothing, but you sniff the air around you. It's almost a musty scent. This room does not seem to be touched as often as others. And you listen again. The creaking sound is there. As you look around, the movement of the barrels, they're circular, rotund barrels that seem to be continually settling in on each other, pushing wood against wood. Um, I will uh, try not to speak audibly from my pack. I'm going to pull out my war fan and I'm going to flip it to the white circle side and flash it at uh, Shepard and beckon them in, holding my lips like this, and I will enter the room. Okay. I'll I'll follow. Keep, yeah, keeping my weapon strong, I'll follow Connor. You make your way into the storage room. It's it's a tight fit, but you're able to squeeze yourself in, yourselves in between these barrels. Which way should we go? Well, I'm going to listen to the next door. Okay, roll perception check. You can continue. Thirteen. That's it. That's it. No, well, given, given what we know, uh, they said that there were going to be lots of casks in the basement. I, I, I know that it might be tempting to try to clear this whole house, but what if we can just start getting these things out of here? I mean, we've already carved a way in. We should do as we said, and purge this wicked place of all of the wickedness that is within. If these evil druids that have sought to corrupt this winery, if there's a single one one remaining, we should kill all of them and return this vineyard, the winery, yes. to yes. The, these, these were-ravens. Alright, then we'll come back and we'll make sure we do a sweep of the whole place, alright? We're going to have to I will say that you would remember that he had told you that there were uh, full casks, three full casks that were in the wagon ready mm-hmm. to be transported. Okay. There were also three um, casks in the basement as well as uh, a plethora of wine bottles and other uh, smaller uh, arrays of, of wine. These might not be the casks we are looking for. Perhaps we should learn from our experiences in Vokter House and start from the top and head down. So the spiral staircase literally goes down. I thought it goes up. That's what I'm asking. If we're in a basement or not, because I was under the impression. No, that you're you're in, in you're in the the ground. But floor. that spiral staircase goes up. Yes. Uh, it looks like it goes up. Okay. Yes, it uh, spirals upward. I propose we investigate its entire floor, and then we can make a decision whether we go up or down. Sensible. 
Is that amenable? Very well. Either way, they probably know we're here, so let's make haste. All right. Be on your guard. I rolled a 13 for perception on the door. You listen at the door and you hear nothing. We're going through this door? Yes. Keep moving. I tried the handle. It's not locked. I will open it. You peek in? You open the door and you peek in. The rich smell of fermenting wine fills this large two-story chamber, which is dominated by four enormous wooden casks, each one eight feet wide and 12 feet tall. A wooden staircase in the center of the room climbs to a 10-foot-high wooden balcony that clings to the south wall, which has four windows set into it at balcony level. Mm. Stacked against the wall underneath the balcony are old, empty barrels with the Wizard of Wines burned into their sides. The balcony climbs another five feet as it continues along the west and east walls, ending at doors leading to the winery's upper level. Underneath these side balconies are several doors, some of which hang open. Beneath the sloping roof stretch thick rafters, upon which scores of ravens have quietly gathered. They watch you with great interest. I suggest we split up and investigate this entire floor. I mean, just the usual. No, they, you. They, they, they know we're here already. There's no reason to, to, to continue to be stealthy. I agree. All right. All right. All right. Let's tear this place apart. And I guess we'll split up. Does anyone have a preference of no, where they'd really. like to go? So you're moving into the room? Yeah. We're, oh, yes. <laughs> the wine elemental rises now. Yeah. <laughs> you make your way into this large room. The smell of the wine almost, almost overwhelming your senses as you hear a creaking from overhead. The balcony creaks, drawing your eye to a wild-looking figure hunched over the westernmost cask, pouring a flask of thick syrup into it. She wears a gown made of animal skins and a headdress with, with goat horns. Her hair is long and unkempt. You hear skittering movement from all over the balcony. She looks up, noticing you for the first time. A smile darts across her face as she quickly punches down, the sound of skittering intensifying as you look over. You have no idea where she's going to. Come out! If you would like to live, show yourself! You yell this up into the uh, into this large room and your voice echoes back at you as it bounces off the walls and the ceiling. The skittering, very faint, but it seems to disappear and fade. I want to heave myself over the railing here and start making my way upstairs to, to the balcony. Where was she? She was pouring it into one of these open she barrels. Was, um, she, she was up here? Yes, she was up there. Or was she on this side? Yeah, no, the empty one. Um, north, south, east, west. Um, she was on this side closest to me. Right over oh, here. Oh, into the yes. empty one. Okay. Yeah. She was pouring into the empty one. She had a flask and she was pouring something into, these, into the vats. There is wine in these vats. It just, it hasn't finished fermenting. This, these are the fermentation vats that are mixed after the wine, after the grapes are smashed, they're mixed together as, as it ferments. And once this process is done, it's put into casks 
and sealed up as wine to be shipped out to the to the villages. Okay. So this is unfinished wine, and she was pouring something into the bag. Let's give you chase. Let's go. We should give you chase. Let's go. Yeah, so let's go. So we'll follow after where we think she may have gone because we don't. She just vanished, right? You begin to make your way up the stairs as you hear skittering behind you, below you. What is this? All this around you. Keep moving, just keep an eye out. So, all right. I'm, I want to go um, go to this barrel. I mean, is, is that a tap on the on the yes, bottom floor? On the um, I just want to turn it open and let some of the liquid come out and then stop it and just bend down and, and kind of like smell whatever came out and see if I can smell anything weird, like not wine. Roll a perception check. 21. Nice. Uh, you, you relieve the tap, the pressure a little bit, and you let a few drops of the wine hit the floor here. As you bend down and you begin to to breathe it in, the the, pungent, the pungency is almost overwhelming. This is in the middle, or towards the very end of its fermentation process, and it is it does not smell like normal wine. But you don't notice anything about it that seems to be off more than you would for unfinished wine. Strange. No, I'll, I'll catch up with the rest of the group. I'm uh, sprinting towards where I think she was to see if I can find her. And since I took the athlete feet, climbing doesn't cost me any additional movement, so I have to, have to climb over these barrels like totally well. Ninja Warrior style. Climbing speed style. So we, need to, so we are going up here and we are giving chase to you where we think. make your way to the balcony, and as you look around, you, from this vantage point, can see the entirety of this open room. And though you can hear the skittering this way and that, you see nothing. You can find nothing, no shifting of shadows, no changing of light, no disturbance of dust. What do you want to do? Just keep going. It's Let's all right. Go. Keep your wits about you. We're ready Let's to go, go now. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm casting my lantern everywhere to see if there's anything invisible. Because I have this magical. Uh, there are stairs there. We should go up. Yes. I'll Let's split up. Make my Let's way down there. Up. I'm yes. going to start taking the, the, the bedrooms. Yeah. So um, we'll just do. And oh, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, uh, channel my blossoms of the spring wind on the spring wind and uh, cast Expeditious Retreat on myself so that I can move, uh, I guess, 90 feet per six seconds. Uh, Shepard, you open the door, or you walk towards this room. The door itself hangs open. In this chamber are a desk, a chair, a tall wooden cabinet, and a strange contraption that takes up most of the northern end of the room. Looking around, you can see that at some point there had been entities in this room. The dust, what little bit of it is that there is, has been disturbed, and you it's easy to see the bits of vine and needle that have fallen off of what appear to be some of the creatures that had um, encountered you outside. So this contraption is just, I'm not able to distinguish what it is. It's just a thing. You can look through it if you want. If you yeah, want I mean, I'll examine it a little closer, but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, but I'm very much in a hurry. My investigation is a 16 total. Looking about the room, you begin to notice uh, the cabinet that's up against the side of the wall is haphazardly thrown open. And as you look into it, you see a rope of twine hanging on a nail at the very back, the end of it, suspended, an iron key. 
Oh, I Looking that. around again, you make your way towards the contraption standing near the north wall, and you look through it, and you begin to see that this appears to be a printing press. It looks like the press oh, that is God. used to make the labels for all of the wine bottles. Uh, I'm going to take the key and basically retreat out of the room, poke my head out, and be like, uh, nothing here but found a key. You know me. There's always a key. But no cats. No cats. Yeah, no I'm, cats. I'm, I'm basically just like going in the room, seeing if there's enemies, found the key, and I'm leaving because I'm trying to clear this place as quick as possible. So that's my that's my action. All right. And then who's in the next one? Me. Clayton. Oh, the natural one plus eight. Uh, so that's right. a nine investigation. As you make it your way into this room, two pairs of bunk beds occupy this room. Against the west wall rest four identical foot lockers. Uh, I will. I will open all of them as quickly as possible. Rifling through these, you begin to find clothes and trinkets. One of them catches you off guard. A toy resembles a rocking horse, except that the horse is black with wild eyes and has painted orange flames where its mane, tail, and hooves should be. Except for a Blinsky tag. Carved into the wooden nightmare is the name Cephalus. Oh, And in smaller lettering, the slogan is no fun, is no Blinsky. Interesting. So, other than that, it seems to be Mahalo. clothing and personal belongings with no uh, real intrinsic value. Wait, so Bocephalus is the name of the horse? But it seems. Okay. And it's a nightmare? Yep. Uh, okay, and that's the, all I find in the that's lockers? all you find. Nothing in here. It looks to be a children's room for young children. 16 for my investigation in the next room. Uh, yo, you're in the next room? Correct. All right. And they split party. Um, looking through, you find something similar. It seems to be another room uh, for small-ish children, footlockers containing uh, things of very low intrinsic value. Nothing in here. And then Victoria has the next room. This room contains a rectangular table surrounded by eight chairs, an L-shaped cupboard, and a floor-to-ceiling closet pantry. Next to the pantry is a small iron stove. Um, I'd like to just kind of glance over the table, um, see if I see anything unusual. Uh, I'd like to open the grate of the, the stove and see if there's anything inside of it, and then I'd like to also go into the pantry. Uh, roll, uh, roll an investigation check. 17. Nice. Looking through the, the stove, the pantry, etc., etc., the, the stove itself seems to be in recent use, but nothing remains inside. Uh, throughout the pantry, you find dishware, eating utensils, as well as some dried goods, some bread, some, uh, some dried meats, etc., spices, some flowers. Nothing strange? Nope. All right. Nothing in here. All right. It's just a kitchen of sorts. Uh, and the commas running downstairs. At uh, full, full 90 feet per, per full tilt. six seconds. So should I move this map huh? so we can see? This turret contains a stone spiral staircase. Oh. Windows in the outer wall allow light to enter. 
as you stand into this uh, this stone spiral staircase, you see that it appears to go both up and down. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, do I, with my enhanced speed, uh, I'm trying to sense what direction she might have gone, so I'm looking at the ground for any disturbed footsteps, dirt. Perception check. Uh, da, 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 fuck. Eleven. Looking around, it's uh, the stone doesn't seem to retain uh, any. Uh, it doesn't seem to retain uh, any clues as to which direction, if any, this creature would have taken. Uh, I'm gonna head down. Uh, it seems to open up into the main landing, but it also seems to continue further down. Oh, shit. So main landing is where we so were. You were on the second floor. You've gone down to the main landing. It continues to descend. I'm hastily looking around to see if she's trying to make an escape through the main landing. Uh, I'll s- roll perception check. Uh, natural one, so it'll be a six. Uh, looking around, you see no. Um, so far, you in the path that you're taking, you've seen no uh, indication that she's gone this way. Uh, I'll keep going to the basement. Okay. Uh, what are you? What are you all doing? Uh, we'll we'll so we all, here, right? So we all stepped out, basically, yeah. in our respective rooms. Uh, professor, there's a spiral staircase down that way to the east. Does it look like it goes up or down? Yeah, I would just peer in and, and see which way the staircase is leading. Uh, the spiral staircase in front of you. Um, it appears to be leading down. I believe that this is the staircase we saw on the first floor, so we know where it leads. Does it keep going down? Uh, we only saw it going up, I believe. Well, then there's only one way. We have to, we're after Khan. Let's go follow towards Khan. And so we... Khan, where are you? I'm in the basement. So we're going to book it out. We're going to rush and join Khan. Okay. You make your way. You send all the way down the spiral staircase. And as you make your way into the lowest level, wooden pillars and beams seem to support the 10-foot-high ceiling of this ice-cold cellar, which is split in two by a five-foot-thick brick wall. A thin mist covers the floor. Each half of the cellar features an eight-foot-tall wooden partition that doubles as a wine rack. The western rack stands empty, but the the eastern one is half filled with wine bottles. I look around for any sign of the woman. You look around and you hear and see nothing but roll a perception check. So we don't hear the skittering anymore. It's all silence all around you. 21. Even when we pass through the first level floor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 21. You look around and the, the dust is much thicker down here. And you see no indication that anyone or anything has moved through here recently. This makes no sense. I mean, uh, Where did it go? Mad magic. It's gotta be. I think at this point, let's just continue searching and making sure there's no other presence. She'll make herself known eventually. As far as we know, those those large barrels that were on the first floor, those are, those are tainted. We can't, we can't do anything with those but destroy it. Perhaps we should take the staircase back up. Perhaps she fled higher and higher to the top of this building. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, this seems, there's, there's nothing down here. No. 
there are the casks down here, right? With the wine or the, the there's wine full bottles. Yeah. You, you see that there are wine racks on either side. One's completely empty. One has full wine bottles along it. And there are three casks of full wine. These are the casks yeah, that yeah. he spoke of. This seems fine for now. Well, I can use some magic later to but see you if you are so far only in one corner of it. I will actually get you the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll, I think we'll just quickly kind of run yeah. through the whole thing and just take a take a look around. Yeah, I would have sped of, up to of the... which four? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll all look okay. around. Oh, we'll just kind of split up and, and, and tear through it. So Quick looking light. through this, you make your way around the five-foot-thick wall to the other side where you see the three wine barrels. You also see a winding ramp that leads up Ooh. on the complete opposite side. It looks like the uh, the ramp is used for rolling the full wine barrels upstairs to the ground floor, uh, potentially for loading. Is there any way to know if these casks have been tampered? Well, we can we can investigate that later. I think we need to make sure there's no more danger left. Uh, Do you want me to go upstairs? Let us let us go upstairs. Let's all go upstairs yeah. together. When we uh, when we get to the first floor again, I'm gonna use thaumaturgy to make my voice voice boom and shout, uh, "Come out, you coward!" Ooh, good. Uh, roll an intimidation check. Ooh. Charisma is not my specialty, except for when I'm oh, really yeah. fucking. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it's a plus zero, but let me check. It is so an eighteen total. Yes. You make good. your way back to the ground floor and you are standing in this room of bats and you look up to the ceiling, to the, to the floor above you, and you yell out. Your voice echoes back at you. And then you hear, <laughs> Can I? It seems to echo from all sides of the room. Where no are you? Discernible way to tell where the voice itself came from. This is enough. I'm going to clutch my beads and... <laughs> Oh shit! Let's go. Let's Give it to her. You know where those yeah. bees are going. No, no. wait, wait, wait. Secrets. Wow. Secrets. Towards secrets. Come on. Jesus. You guys are have filthy minds. <laughs> oh, that's all I'm saying. I got an email for this. Ilmeta, I've, I've given you no reason today. I've, I've given little, and yet I ask again for your guidance. Show me that which I cannot see on my own. And they work to how, uh, what's the radius? Um, I should know this, but I don't. They last a minute, I think. Uh, they, yeah, for one minute, Il Major's guiding hand points you in the direction of all secrets within 30 feet of you. You You feel that beneath you is the only, through the floor and down into the cellar, is the only place in which you can find any secrets. I thought to go back down. Alright, we'll trust you. you. Lead the way, we got your back. Do we need to go back upstairs? No, No, we don't. Let's go. Okay. Um, So we'll we'll make our way back down into the cellar, and once I'm down there. You make your way back down the stairs, and you feel your prayer beads, the guidance of Ilmater, as it pulls you towards the five foot stone wall in the very center. And as you approach it, you begin to see that not all things are what they seem. You feel along the wall, and there is a door here. You take some effort to push open the secret door. You are greeted by a blast of cold air. The dark tunnel stretches for 15 feet 
ending in an archway beyond which lies a shallow cave. Well done, Victoria. Masha! It was not me. It was Omega. Shine your light, Sonax. I'm going to bullseye it and just shine it. Lead the way, buddy. Okay, let's go. You shine your, your light all around. You see that there is a small, what almost appears to be altar on the floor in the front. Fetishes, sticks, and stones, bits and pieces of um, animal skeletons littered around the area. But the thing that catches your attention is what appears to be a thick coating of brown mold covering the walls, the floor, and the ceiling. Uh, what, what does Sarnax know about brown mold? Uh, why don't you roll for it? He knows that it's everything that he uh, ever knows. Roll that he's a, what would nature oh, check? Not bad. 16. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you you know whatever you know about brown mold. And so I, I will allow you to tell whatever you'd like to tell. From a meta perspective? Stop me if I am saying anything that I think does not sound out of sorts. It finally loaded, so I'm just having a hard time getting this to to load. Uh, Brown mold feeds on warmth, drawing heat from anything around it. A patch of brown mold typically covers a 10-foot square, and the temperature within 30 feet of it is always frigid. When a creature, and I would say you know this, moves within 5 feet of the mold for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you have to make a DC or take a significant amount of cold damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. It is immune to fire and any source of fire brought within five feet of it, of a patch of it causes it to instantly expand outward in the direction of the fire, covering a 10 foot square area. Um, Brown mold exposed to an effect that deals cold damage is uh, instantly destroyed. I will immediately, and this is the first- I'm sorry. Uh, a patch damage. of mold that's exposed to cold damage is destroyed. Got it. Mold okay. is cold. I will immediately, and this is the first time you've ever seen me. I would do say this. roll an intelligence okay. check. So it's immune to fire damage. Yes. Okay. And it makes explosive growth. This uh, is not eight. high. Oh well. Eight. Not that low. Okay, cool. So do I not <laughs> do I No, you know what you know. I was just checking to see if I was gonna give you any additional information. Okay. As ah. soon as I cast my lantern on the mold, I am going to my eyes will get wide. And the first time you've ever seen me do this, I'm going to wave my lantern and the flame is going to seemingly just go out. What the hell, Sarnax? Are you do gum no further? Are, are you alright? What's what, going on? What, what is, is this? Jeez. No one use any <laughs> flame. Uh, Victoria, sh- sure. Yes. Victoria, come forward. What? You have a chilling touch, do you not? I'm going to start backing up very slowly, keeping on it. You want me to to use it on the mold? Do you see all of this smoke? Sarnax, it, it's cold down here already. It is. It will get... Shepard, I want you to make a an intelligence check for me, please. I'm the dumbest tiefling that ever lived. Aw, but you're cute. Uh, you said just <laughs> straight up in save? <laughs> uh, seven. Okay, thank you. I will back... This... It is cold, yes, but if we decide to warm it up, we will all die in this basement. Uh, all right, all right, calm down. So you can't burn it? No. There are many things 
Almost everything in life that is evil and wicked I wish to burn, but if there is one thing on this planet, this plane or otherwise, that I do not wish to burn or get anywhere near my flame, it is this brown mold. What, what do you know of it? If we expose it to heat, to warmth, or even worse, to direct flame, it will consume all of us and we will all die a terrible, painful death. Uh, all right. If I know anything about Sarnax, he is being deadly serious right now. Yes. So let's all just... Then I'm backing up like terrified. I'm so you were in the lead, though. So I was like, in the lead. You're like backing up into us. Yes, all I'm right, backing all right, up. All right, all right. And I'm reaching back to Victoria. And I'm like... I want you to roll an intelligence check for me, please. <laughs> come on, come on, come on! Less than a ten. Natural one. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Low. I, don't, I don't know if I want to use a port. I, I don't know if you want to use a port. I don't think low. you do. They were pretty low. <laughs> no, I'm not going to use a port. Okay. Six. Oh, you don't know nothing. <laughs> Mr. Sonic, should I? Should I? Should it? See this patch here, the closest. I want you to. It, there's no close patch. The entire, the entirety of the walls and the floor and the ceiling are covered in this mold. Are we standing um, on it? No, you're still in the hallway leading okay. towards it. Right. Even I would like you to roll an intelligence check. Is this even worth destroying? It's gonna be subtime. Can we just not leave this place? Intelligence. Yep. Hold on. We don't know shit. Can I make an attempt and you? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay. There, there have been things that they have done that have triggered them rolling that. So if you do what you need to do, then sure. Why, why not just turn around and leave this place? Why would there be a door to this brown mold? This is what the druids were doing. They were fostering this evil, evil mold. You said it yourself. We were going to cleanse this place of all evil so that they could get back in here. Why don't we wait and make sure that they know that there's no further danger until we deal with this? This is quite a lot of mold. It's causing everything. Very well. We will return to this place. We will deal with this. I do not want a Drew to stab us in the back while we deal with this problem. I have no way to, to produce gold today. Do I see any path leading up to the fetishes? Like, do I see any way that the Roll Druid... perception check. Uh, 13. There's any way for them to get to the fetishes? Or does it look like it's um, fairly there, abandoned? There looks like there's a path up to it, but looking at it, the the... The haphazard altar is haphazard because it. now that you're looking at it, it almost looks like it's been thrown in there. Not as if it's someone who's been sitting down in there and worshipping at it, but have been throwing things into it. Interesting. Um, I will have you roll an intelligence check for me. Different decks. Does it feel like they can't get close to it? That's why. Mm. All right. A little bit better. Is it 10 or higher? Uh, yeah, yes, it's 14 it's a, it's a natural. Looking, looking around this this entire room, you begin to look at the walls around you. Okay. They were built in to this to this building, and you see that there is enough light that spills in that encapsulates the hallway. It's simply the archway and the cavern behind that is near complete darkness now that Sarnax has extinguished his light. 
and you breathe in as you breathe out you can see your breath and the cold around you and it clicks this is a winery this is the cellar cold is required to keep the wine from expiring Mm. and it wasn't the cultists that brought this mold here but it's here as an attempt to refrigerate the cellar yep oh yeah oh so the mold was created on purpose it's not evil mold it's literally just like a wine chiller but what what is just uh they hide the door for the purposes of keeping the mold safe what is the purpose of fetishes well that we don't know but it's very it looks like the druids are in some way of revering this mold mickey definitely said they threw them in though like like threw them in didn't get close do you relay this information? I do. This appears not to be, although the mold itself uh, may be dangerous from what Sarnax can infer, I think this is per- this is simply here to refrigerate the wine. And we may not benefit from entering here. I don't think she's going to be hiding here. Would it be the mold that they are attempt- that drew them to this wine? We don't know enough now. That this- we've been, I think we've dawdled enough. We should... The vile woman is probably at the top floor. What another lesson for us to learn? Has Always it, stop, stop at the top floor. Uh, has, would it have been more than ten minutes? This is music. That's fine. Um, has it been like, more than ten minutes since I cast? Yes, Let us go together. Yes. All right. Face this woman where she is. Lead the way. There are, these very stairs take you to the top, so I suggest we go this way versus the ramp. All right. Let's so go. We'll go. Professor, forgive me and my zest to, to look around this house and, the, and find that woman. I, I fear I've missed some doors above all through the kitchen. Then there's nowhere else to go. We should continue looking. All right. So Let's we're going to run back here and just kind of basically thoroughly investigate. Uh, and thoroughly so investigate. you're going to go the opposite way up the stairs on the side yep. to the opposite side. Yep. And I think and we said we wanted to go into this Into door. the bedroom first. Yeah. This room contains a four-poster bed. Its headboard carved in the likeness of a giant raven. A soft black rug covers the floor between the bed and the door. In the corners of the south wall stand two slender wardrobes with a tapestry of a church hanging on the wall between them. Beneath the tapestry sits a handsomely carved rocking cradle. To the north under a window is a plain desk and chair. Other furnishings include a wooden chest and a freestanding mirror in a wooden frame. It's turned apart. Quickly. And we give roll it a little a, uh, Roll a, uh, a group investigation check for me, please. Switching up my dice. Six. Nineteen. Twelve. Ten total. Eleven. Okay. Victoria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you begin to look around the room, rifling through the desk, and it seems to hold uh, manifests recording wine shipments for the past century. As you look through it, you see uh, abbreviations, BV, the Blood of the Vine Tavern in the village of Barovia, BW, the Blue Water Inn in the town of Velaki, K, Kresk, in all caps, Vistani, And as you continue to rifle through them, going further and further back, you're getting hundreds upon hundreds of years in the future, in the past, where you come across a large red S, Stradavia. What was the first one? B something something? Blood of the Vine vine Tavern in the village of Barovia. That's where we were. You make your way around the room, 
from here, and you see the wooden chest. It appears to be locked. A key you found. Uh, all right, everybody, just just step back, and uh, I'll I'll use the key, or attempt to use the key on the chest if it looks like it fits. You attempt to use the key, but it seems to be a bit too large for this. Yeah, this is it. Not the right key. You make your way to the bed, checking beneath the mattress underneath. And as you anchor yourself on the side of the bedpost and lean down, you stumble as a bit of it turns. There seems to be a compartment here. I think I found something. What is it? Well, you unscrew a bit my, of it. My thieves tools out. And you look inside and find a small silver key. Ooh. There you go. Uh... I'll try to put it into the chest. Oh, that that should do it. You place it into into the chest or into the chest and it clicks. It fits. Rifling around inside, you find fifty gold pieces. Two hundred and seventy electrum pieces, each with a stamped profile visage of Stradania von Zarovich, and three hundred and fifty silver pieces. There's quite a large sum of money in here. This is Belongs to the wearer. Can you please yes. roll a um, a perception check for me, please? Sixteen. Sixteen. You, as you rifle around with with the gold pieces, you let them fall towards the bottom. You hear a hollow thud. Bottom is not the bottom. And as you move your hand around, you are able to slide it over. It appears to be a hidden compartment. It holds a golden locket worth 25 gold pieces containing a portrait, containing (laughs) a painted portrait of a beautiful woman as well as a pouch containing five 50 gold piece gemstones. Do I recognize the woman? There is a familiarity to her face, but you can't quite put your finger on exactly what it is. Um, roll perception check. Uh-oh. Is it perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 18. Mm-hmm. Staring down at this image, you're, you're trying to think through all the people that you've seen in Barovia. And it finally dawns on you. The face of the mother. She cried over the lifeless body of her daughter. They're not the same, but there's a similarity to them, but a difference. And then you think of the, the wizened face of Davian. It's a mix of both. And it dawns on you, this must be a portrait of his wife. Oh, of Davian's wife. Davian, no, not wife. Stefania. Okay. Hmm. We should return all of this... Where it was. Well, well, I'll take this at the very oh. least. And now that you've seen him, I can show you Davian. So that's what he looks like. Oh, oh wow. He's, he's, old, he's even older than yeah. I thought. Yeah, he's grandpa. While we're at it, uh, let's relock up the chest and take the key with us and make sure that the key doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Okay. I, I think we should put it back. It was deliberately placed. I don't want anybody here who's not supposed to be here to find that key. How big is the chest? That's fairly large. It's uh, this roughly the size of a footlocker, a little bit larger. Could it fit in the keys? 
Yes, I can fit in the case. Okay. You're going to steal this old man's possession? No, we're, we're keeping him safe. No, I think we should take this and make sure that at least this gets back to them. That key was a little too easy to find, and I don't know if these people have any need for money, but we're not letting the money fall in the wrong hands. Agreed. I believe that if there's one thing we can do, this is probably all of their savings. Agreed. All the right. intent here is to get them all back into this house. I don't think that we should move anything or take anything, we, even if, if it's under a good promise. And if we fail, we get their money back to them so exactly. at least they don't lose everything. Exactly right. They can perhaps start a new vineyard or, or go somewhere else. They aren't ruined. Agreed. You promise you will return this. Of course! I'm not going to steal it. We're not murder homos. This isn't a game. We have almost no need for money. Let's be real here. <laughs> yes. This is not a game. The bag of gems. What did you say? Yeah, it's a it's a bag containing uh, five gemstones worth roughly fifty gold pieces. You should return everything as it was. Anything like strange about them? Are they just like regular? No, they just seem to be coveted, uh, really beautiful gemstones. Um, And then I wanted to also just look closely at the uh, like manifests that were uh, like in relation to Stradania. And see, looking through them, you seem to notice that this is a timeline of the beginning of the winery. And you see that at the very beginning, wine was delivered to Stradania. She was one of the patrons of the winery. But as time progressed, you stopped noticing the S's. They no longer seem to deliver wine to Stradania as of hundreds of years ago. What was the earliest delivery to her? She was one of the first. Okay. So I mean, like, but like, how her, long ago was that? Like, hundreds of years? Hundreds of years. Very interesting, Professor. Well, it seems as if we actually have found an ally we can trust. Yes, I think you're right. I can't wait to ask about the Vistani, written here in all caps. We need to find that creepy voice. We do. We cannot delay anymore. Yes, I'll, I'll put the footlocker in my case. Yeah. Uh, and I There's will. one more door to check. Yes. And we I also want to look just a little before we go um, into the cradle and just see if like anything is in one uh, Looking into it, there doesn't appear to be anything in it. It's oh. uh, linens, uh, small bed linens for an infant. It doesn't look like it's been used in a long time. Okay. Just make sure there's something creepy in it. <laughs> I, can put, I can put something creepy in it if you like. <laughs> so, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> so let us continue. We're going to go here and just look around, try to find her. So you're going out into that... Uh, into this little hallway, yeah. You walk to the hallway and you make your way towards the nearest door to you, the only door in this hallway. And hold on a second. I have to make sure I'm in the right place. So you, you make your way in through this doorway. It opens up. This room has a wooden floor with a 10 foot square hole cut into the middle of it. Looming over the hole is a wooden wench perched atop it is a woman with wild hair, rotted teeth, and skin painted red with blood. She waves a gnarled staff made from a black branch and babbles at you. Don't move! What is she after? Uh, DC 16, wisdom saving throw. Oh my goodness! If I had to guess. I'm scared. She... It is. She faints. Uh-oh. Wait. So is there anything that we would know about us breaking whole person? Like, we can't... 
Yeah. This is a meta question, so if we don't know, we don't know. But I, I have my weapons drawn. Every six though. seconds, she gets a chance to break. Yes. So once around, basically. Yes. Okay. All right. Is Tie she, her up. Is she on our level, or is she above us? Oh, she's on your level. So if if if, if, if she were below you, she would be outside on top of the wagon. Yes. Listening okay. to Sarnax, okay. I'm going to move forward, spring forward, and attempt to grapple slash try to put her hands behind her back and try so to So she's die. paralyzed, she can't move at all. She I want to help him. It, she is da, 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 paralyzed, uh, but can repeat it every six seconds. The same every six seconds. So I'm going to attempt to, once he says to tie her up, attempt to do so. I'll do the same. Who are you, woman? If, if her if her limbs will move, I'm putting her arms behind her back and I'm tying up her her hands. I'm tying up her feet. I'm gonna keep her. Try to keep her. A lot of grab her there. down. Just check in to see if she makes her way out before all this is done. Um, you jump forward and you pull uh, rope from your pack and you begin to tie up this woman. Your there's blood coating different parts of her body, um, matted bits of muck and dirt and grime, viscous uh, liquids that you're unsure of what they are, or where they came from, transfer from her body to yours as you're wrapping her up. Oh. She smells fetid. Her uh, There's a stench that's billowing from her unwashed body. Her mouth open as she was about to say something. The foul stench of rotting teeth is... Um, nearly billowing out of her mouth and it's hard for you to keep yourself together as you tie her up, but you are able to tie her up. The, she holds firmly in one of her hands a dark black staff, a twisting, rotting, uh, most festering looking staff, unlike anything that you've seen before. Um, once we have her tied up, I'm gonna. Does she wear like a shirt or something? She's wearing uh, a a gown of animal skins, furs draped over your your gross uh, furs draped over her. She has a uh, a skull on her head as a headdress. I, I want to like grab her by like the scruff of the front of whatever she's wearing and kind of like pick her up. Uh, you know, she's not like up, but like you know, she's on the ground. And I've got her close to me, and I said, "Kana, take the staff from her." Absolutely, and I'll try to wrench it from her. Hands. She is paralyzed with it in her hand, so you are unable to pull it from her hand. I will say, just keep holding it. So when uh, she's unparalyzed, I'll rip it. Her uh, eyes dart back and forth between both of you. Sharnas, how long does this last? Because I've got an idea. Uh, let me see very quickly. Uh, one minute. You do not have. We do not have long. Um, but she cannot speak. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna so say. Get, ten opportunities. I'm gonna hold on to her really close, really, really by the front of her shirt or whatever, and say. Uh, I, I I suggest you start talking, and I'm gonna cast What's zone. Of, Sixteen. I'm gonna cast zone of truth as I'm holding her. I'll cast a zone of truth around me. What's the DC? If the DC is a 14 charisma. charisma. I'm hoping that she's not very charismatic with the disgustingness that she is. Truth. Yeah. Natural 20. On well, truth. okay, so I know that she uh, passed. Yeah, you did in the zone of truth, you do know that. I, it, it's, its duration is 10 minutes. So, uh, mm, that didn't work as well as I hoped it would. And what was your, your DC, or what was the save, Mike? 16. But what? Wisdom. Type of wisdom? Okay. Do 
I see on the she's person the flask that she was holding before? Uh, you see that it's dangling from her side. You, huh? Would be too, too, too late to use a portent on the saving throw? On what saving throw? On the saving throw against Zone of Truth. Uh, no. I don't see why okay. it would be. I'm, I will make it a roll. She rolled a seven. Okay. She rolled a seven. She can't lie. I'm going to grab the flask off of her and open it and just (laughs) smell of it. Uh, You easily grab the flask from her side um, as you smell it. The the pungent smell of it, there's an acrid smell to it. Um, A a very tart, potent, um, sick sweetness to it, unlike anything that you've smelled before. Um, And it it is as you do this, as you pull this away, that she moves quickly. Uh, I need you to make a strength uh, contest, Kana. All right, dice, hold me down. An advantage to Shepard has her by the scruff, and she's tied up. No, can oh. I can I tell what's in there? Hmm? Can I tell what's in the box? Like, can I identify it? Fuck me, it's a natural check. one. You. Uh, so five. You feel as she, you have her tied up. You didn't say you moved her, so you have her tied up where she was standing mm-hmm. over the edge of this um, of this loading area. As she lurches backwards, her eyes darting from all of you. As she yells out, uh, as she looks between all of you, holding the staff as tightly as she can. Nature bows to my every whim, for I have the vampire staff. <laughs> and she lurches herself backwards Can off I make an and begins to roll. Against her? Sure. Uh, if she's within 10 feet of me, I can make an opportunity attack as a sentinel. Make it a grapple. Uh, fuck me. Why do these dice roll so shit? Um, nine. <laughs> That probably misses. Nine. Nine. It misses. Uh, if I can see her, I'll cast whole person again. Um, I will say that. Um, is it is it a reaction or is it an action? If if I, if it's an action, I'm gonna Roll say for initiative between the two of you. Oh, fuck. Did, did she just like fall out of my hands? She so she did a strength to see if she could pull away from Kana because Kana was holding her the most. Firmly. So Shepard had her. You up. were tying her up. Well, he had and her you had her by her clothes, yeah. but right. Kana had her by her person and the staff. And I rolled ten times to see in that minute if she could get out of whole person. Only one of them succeeded, so she was able to do that. And so she's pushing herself backwards off of you. If she could get out of Kana's grasp, who's holding her person, she'd easily be able to pull away from you, who's holding just her clothes. And she's lurching herself off backwards onto the... That will be a 21. 21 as well? Initiative. Uh, it's just the two of them. Uh, 21. Okay, so you go first. You see as she hits down onto onto the um, onto the cart down below. As she makes to roll her way, she her arms and legs are bound, um, but she is attempting to roll herself off of the cart and down into the underbrush. Hello, dogs. Uh, wolves begin to howl in the night, um, but you get to go first. Go. I will leap after her. Um, I have a twenty one as well. I think it's just, it's just, just the two of them. Oh, I thought it was just, just the two. Oh, just my bad. Whole person. Stop now! What's the DC? 16. 
Once again, her body clenches up as she is attempting to roll. She is now in the very back of the wagon. So she's fallen down. She's fallen down. She does think. Now! I'll leap after her. Everyone! I'll jump down too. Yeah, I'll do the same. (laughs) It's it's 20 20 feet. That's fine, I'll jump. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take my so, chances. Yeah, same. So we're, we're, take whatever fall damage you would take for jumping down 20 Is there a saving throw to jump? Or an acrobatics check. I don't know. If that's... Uh, yeah, then do an acrobatics check. Oh. Yeah, we have Avantress pugs. I got two of them. They don't like they don't like guests. There we go. 18. 11. I got a 16. 17. What did you get? Uh, yeah, I would say you're all able to jump down carefully enough as you see uh, she is now um, she's now on her back staring up at you, her eyes darting back and forth as she is uh, trapped. Uh, One minute. I want to run over to her, flip her on her stomach and then sit on top of her. I'm going to straddle her and, and pull her hands behind her back. She's already tied behind her. They're what? She's already tied up. She's back. So I'll flip her on her stomach and just sit on top of her and just have both um, my hand on the back of her neck and on her shoulder. Uh, Close the door so she can't escape. Are we outside? You're outside. So is it it like a garage type thing? So it's like a a covered... So the the winery is here and then there's essentially... um, pillars like wooden uh posts on one side that hold up this area up top that has an open square in the middle and a and a winch so essentially what they do is they pull the wagon in here they roll the casks upstairs to the winch lower them down in and when they're bringing the empty casks back they um unload them into the main room so that they can fill them with wine and okay. roll them down the stairwell and store them in the cellar. Cool. I'll just, uh, I guess once I've landed from jumping, I'll take a few steps back towards, uh, you know, one of the open spaces in this place and just kind of like keep my facing her and my back to the, the outside. Okay. Uh, you're sitting on her? I'm sitting on her. And if uh, she makes any sort of move to escape, I'm going to try and knock her out. I'm going to put my foot onto her uh, neck, uh, and I will say, I suggest you do not try to move. Who are you, and what are you doing with these good people's wine? I'm not. Look, I'm letting them handle this. I'm just going to stand with my back to all of this and just keep an eye out to see if there are any other druids or plant business coming upon us. Uh, roll a perception check. You wait and you watch. She is motionless beneath you. But as the minute is about to fade, she begins to wiggle and move move beneath you. She's trying as hard as she possibly can um, to stay, to, to move out from under you. But at this point, there are, you have your foot on her neck. You're, are you touching her at all? No, no, it's just Connor. Uh, I need Connor, to make sorry. a strength saving throw at advantage, and she'll be at advantage. Rip the staff from her hands, Connor. I can't while she's held, but I will try. She's not held anymore. 21 for strength saving throw. You are able to hold firm with her beneath you, the armor that you wear around your body weighing her down. And as she she moves from side to side against you, she's unable to. um, You are unyielding and she's unable to move herself out of the Shepard, grab the staff. I'll try to take the staff staff from her hand, even though my strength is like a minus Uh, one. Strength, please. I got a nine. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I rolled two, so. <laughs> you, Small miracles. You wrench the staff from her hands. She looks up, her eyes wild as she screams, lets out a blood-curdling scream. She attempts to reach for it. She's tearing at you like a ferocious animal caught beneath, beneath Kana. And she's screaming and lashing at you. All right, that's enough. That's enough. We've got it now. Settle down. Speak. What is your name? 17%. She looks up at you and she spits in your face. I swallow it and grimace at her. What is your name? (laughs) She spits at you again. But this time you feel... um, You you see it as it comes at you. It's not just spit, but blood. Holy shit. I don't make any move to wipe it off. I'm just literally face to face with her, trying to keep her down. Look at you. You think you're so pretty. You think you're so strong. You will die here. All of you will die here. Take the vampire staff. It won't stop them. The ritual has begun. What ritual, woman? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Yes, I would very much. (laughs) And you will tell me. He rises from the earth. He gets bigger and stronger. And he will come. And when he does, your blood will rain upon the land. I look to the uh, professor who's back to just say, uh, Professor, I don't know what to do with this. Can you check this thing out? Give it here. I'll toss in the the vampire staff. Uh, I will cast Identify over 11 minutes, if I have that time. Uh, I guess you'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you calling? You have a vampire staff, but you are a druid of the forest. What is this madness? (laughs) Kill me. Make it quick. Let my blood seep into into the ground and feed that which moves within. I don't like the sound of this at all, Sarnax. Neither do I. Make it hurt. Perhaps we should bring her to the were-ravens. Yes, bring me to the Martikov family. Let me taste them. What on earth are you? What are you? I don't, I don't want to bring that family any more trouble or danger. No. we got to deal with what this is here. But we don't want to just give in to whatever the hell she's saying we should do, either. I, I don't know what to do here, Professor. Come. Who? Let him consume all. Who is he you speak of? Who is coming? Who's coming? Can't you feel him walking? And as you, as she says this, you do feel a slight vibration beneath your feet. I start, I just start punching her in the face to try and knock her out as quickly as quickly as possible. Professor, please. You begin to punch into her, and as the, the first punch lands, yes, more, and you punch again, teeth splinter off, blood's flying everywhere. And she starts moaning as she's enjoying every last bit of it. Until finally you see as her eyes roll back, her tongue lolls to one side as she falls unconscious. She's no use to us, she will not speak. She's better off knocked out. She said something about the blood. We gotta be careful. I didn't spill any blood. Oh no, there's tons of blood. She's not dead. (laughs) That is not my definition of blood spilt. You, do you know what magic is? Jesus, we spent enough time with the goddamn professor to know that this kind of shit has power. Let's be careful. I will not let this prisoner escape my grasp. She almost did just now. Professor, hurry up! 
I'm giving Professor some time. I'm concentrating! <laughs> <laughs> I just, I guess if 11 minutes managed to pass. I mean, it's been like a minute since then. Are you yeah. doing anything else while she's, uh, she's laying on conscious? I want to pat her down and search her body for anything. I'm just going to rifle through all the muck and the weird grime and all that dirty fucking shit. Roll, um, roll an insight or uh, roll a uh, investigation check. Dirty 20. Um, looking through her stuff, you find, uh, teeth, uh, many, many teeth feathers, uh, appearing to be raven feathers. Mm. A few bones, uh, a lot of them look like finger bones, foot bones, uh, one femur, a bunch of pieces of animal, uh, skulls, and some decaying rat bodies. Any, anything that looks familiar to the bones, uh, the children's teeth and all of that that we found previously? I, it would be hard to tell. I think that we should start bringing this woman to the were-ravens. Look, I'm, I'm not opposed, but she wants that. We need to be careful. She does. Also, these raven feathers, we don't know if that's their ilk. That is a good point. Perhaps if they were warding off the magic of these druids, it would be a death sentence for them to I, bring one. I would say from your conversation with him, you know that they're not fighters. They've been they've been trying Our to family. keep them away from the winery. They haven't been fighting them. And they've been um, in raven form investigating where they believe things have been taken to, but they haven't gotten them back because they don't engage with these entities. Then perhaps a bolst to her temple is what she needs. I say we bring her to the hill. Isn't that where she's from? Yes, but we may be able to bargain with them with her, depending on how powerful she is. If she has the staff of the vampire, they may want her back. I am hesitant. I do not want to give them what they want. If they are corrupting the soil of this land, and using it to raise, how many of those plant creatures did we slay? What blight did we purge today? Should we give them what they want? I want to tie her up some more, and then I also want to gag her uh, while she's passed out, and okay. just like fucking BDSM it's, the shit out of her and get that shit like, behind her back, legs, everything. It's easy enough to, to gag her. She's missing um, the majority of her teeth at this point, and those that are still that still remain are severely rotted. I, I, while this conversation is going on, the professor's focus on the staff, I want to take a few steps out of this garage-style thing out into the field where we kind of came in and, and put my hands down on the dirt and, like, listen and use primeval awareness. Okay. Uh, I'm, as an action, I'm going to spend one ranger spell slot, one minute per level of the spell slot, so I'll let you know how many minutes, to sense whether any apparitions, celestials, dragons, elementals, fae fiends, or undead are present within one mile of you. The feature doesn't reveal the locations, uh, creature's location or number, just the type that are around. And basically, she talked about this creature, this beast. I want to see if I sense anything other than undead. I'm expecting to sense undead. I want to see if I sense something and else. It's a mile? It is, it is one mile from me or up to six miles if I'm in favored terrain. I would say technically this vineyard is not in the forest. So that is up to you as the DM. Favored terrain is either desert or forest for me. Um, I mean, so, it's, it's in the forest. So it's, it's just they've cleared out the area so for So if, if you feel that I'm um, still in favored terrain, it would be up to six miles. Oh, up to six miles. If, if, if this is considered the forest, which is one of my favorite terrains. 
I would say, so what does it show you? It shows you undead. Uh, yeah, uh, let me read them again. Uh, so it'll be for one minute because I may expend a level one spell slot, but it is... That's very smart. It is um, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead. Damn. So it tells me if any of those are around, but it doesn't tell me the location or the number of them. It just tells me if any of those char- those uh, categorizations exist within six miles. And I'm expecting undead because I've done this before. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to see if I get anything else because she's talking about you know I don't I don't know if the plants are undead right. I'm just trying to see if I can learn more. I I'm, I'm not going to put a name on it because I don't know off the top. I'm a horrible DM. That's I don't fine. Know off the no, top. no, no, no. But you you do sense something else as well, but it's not. Uh, so undead fey and something. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I'm going to go and say from a, from a no, character I, background I, that I don't even know what fey are really. So after the minute is up, I'm going to go back to the rest of the group and say, uh, all right. Um, I know I did this before, and I know that none of us are shocked to learn that there are lots of undead no, around. No, it's its own thing. So yeah, no, it doesn't fall within that. So fan, fan, undead. But but there, there's something else. There, there's something other than undead, and it, it's not something that I recognize or, or know. But there's some other other creature source, some other creature type that that's somewhere near here that I didn't pick up the first time I did this. And yes, I guess fiends. Fiends would be right. Um, I would say I know what fiends are. I don't think Shepard would know what fae are. Probably not. So, so there's 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 undead. There's some sort of fiends around here, and, and something that I've I've never encountered before, and, and I'm not so sure about. And, and I don't know if it's this thing that, that she's talking about. But but we but but anything other than undead is is, is setting me off on edge a little bit. I never thought I'd say no, that they are druids. I I don't know. I wanted to kill her, but I think that we're playing into her hand. And if we take her up to the, the, those those poor defenseless family, that's even worse. I don't know what to do here. I'm hoping the professor can hurry the goddamn up and tell us what to do. Tommy knows. Tommy knows. I will say it is right about that time that you are able to um, are I... able to finish your. So, so tell me, know? tell me how this works again. Um, I learned its properties, how to use it. Uh, whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, if any, I learn whether... So you basically you learn everything about spe- it. Basically. Whether it's created by a spell, I learn where spell created it. Yeah. Is there anything you don't learn? I think it's the better question. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I don't know, so... <laughs> the Golthias staff. Ooh. That sounds threatening. Made from the branch of a Golthias tree. Is that how you pronounce it? How do you spell? I've never heard of this thing. Uh, Sure. Made from the branch of a Golthias tree, a Golthias staff is a spongy, lap length of wood. Its evil makes beasts visibly uncomfortable while within 30 feet of it. The staff is 10 charges and regains 1d6 plus 4 of its expended charges daily at dusk. If the staff is broken or burned to ashes, its wood releases a terrible inhuman scream that can be heard out to a range of 300 feet. All blights that can hear the scream immediately wither and die. Vampiric Strike. The staff can be wielded as a magic quarterstaff. On a hit, it deals damage as a normal quarterstaff, and you can expend one charge to regain a number of hit points equal to the damage dealt by the weapon. Each time a charge is spent, red blood oozes from the staff's pores, and you must succeed on a DC 12 wisdom saving throw or be afflicted with short-term madness. 
Blightbane. While you are attuned to the staff, blights and other evil plant creatures don't regard you as hostile unless you harm them. Oh shit. Do you relate this to us? Yeah. Yes! Goddamn thing out of your sight, Professor. The things I've seen. Oh. <laughs> she, <laughs> she might just be mad then. Maybe she can be cured of this madness, Sarnax. Yeah, bolts of the brain ought to do it. I think that, that she is truly mad, but there, there is something. There's a rumbling in the ground. Is there a huge beast wandering towards us? I'm, I'm telling you, Sarnax, there's something out there. This staff has Sarnax's name all over it. I don't, I don't know if we should use it, but we can destroy it. We'll at least destroy all blights. At least if we get surrounded again, I is think what it's, you're it's capital B blights as in creatures that have the blight yes. suffix. Uh, yes. <laughs> I see. Of the, the creatures that we just slew. Yes. So destroying the staff would have killed all of them instantly. But we should use this as an emergency. We don't need to attune to it to use that feature, I don't believe. Um, no, just blight bane. A blight bane and vampire and the charges, strike. Right? Yeah. Um, no, that feature is just if it's broken or burned to ash. The whole stuff. So someone has to attune to it to do that. Wait, no, to burn it, no. Okay. So we can use it to destroy things. We can't use it to, like, suck blood from people. Which we're not interested in doing. Or Blight Bane, which allows you to walk through them and be friendly. Oh, okay. That one's important. I believe that we just... Let me put it in my case for now. Yeah, don't, again, don't let, well, is it going to be all right in the case? I, I don't mean to assume, but yeah, it, as far as we know, there's a bunch of cockroaches in there. Is the doll in there? Yeah. Can the doll wield the staff of the My question, exactly. I don't think the doll's Probably really a not. creature. It's I think. not a thing. It's just, it's just animated. It if does can, creepy shit. You can pick up that green gem and all those... Well, Children's I, teeth, do you think it could pick up a staff? Sure, but it's not probably... I, look, I don't know anything about magic, so I'm talking about this from a meta perspective, but I don't think that the <laughs> doll will be able to wield anything magically. It just has... It's just I'm worried up. about it escaping from the chest well, with it. Sure, I mean, that's certainly an issue. I, yeah, that's why I asked the professor if you think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think my case is fine. There's a family heirloom passed down for generations. All right. <clears throat> So inhuman screen, 300 feet, um, and... Vampire Strike. You can add, it's, it's in D&D Beyond. Okay, cool, gotcha. So, we must figure out what to do with this woman. I, I don't have an answer. I told you, I, the things that we want to do, I don't think are good ideas. To be quite honest with you, Sarnax, she's probably not going to tell us anything unless we can cure her of her madness. Why don't we just kill her? The only reason I hesitated, she said she wanted her blood to return to the earth. So let's not return it. I think it's probably metaphorical, but... I think she's one with nature, she said that herself. I don't, we don't, there's not a good alternative, we can't let her loose. I mean, we can put her in an empty wine barrel. And then she'll die and... Well, yeah, I mean, we'll kill her in a wine barrel. I mean, they're, they're, they're sealed. They're, they're airtight. If I may, Mr. Shepard, if sure. we all agree, it's an I unusual mean, form of torture. That's not torture. We're putting her down. That's it. We're done with this. She's crazy. She's Are we all on board with ending her? I'm yes. not. I, I'm afraid if the staff is what caused her madness, she may still be saved. There so. is no saving beings. I just want to, this. And I want to remind everybody that after we're done here, after we've saved the day here, we're rolling over to that uh, other hill. What was it? Ye- yes or something? What was it? Uh, yeah. 
And we're killing all the druids there too. Are you able to commune with Garrix today, Sarnax? I receive his wisdom. I the fight with all of the blights was mm. quite the the exhausting experience. We should save our energy in case there truly is some sort of horrific creature. I'll do you a favor, Sarnax. Here, ready? Look into the flame. Go ahead. Burn it all. See? Is it any different? Come on. We're going to Yester Hill, and we're killing this druid before we kill all the others. But we need to make sure that this winery is completely clear of danger. Absolutely agree. of the bargain. Absolutely agree. Tui, you were going to say something. I was going to do something rather than say. Um, I'm going to take the, like, rope from the crane and wrap it around your neck and then head upstairs to where you would, like, crank it. Okay. V- Victoria, what? Still sitting on her. I don't, I don't. No blood will be spilled and we'll be rid of this creature. I'm going to start cranking. I don't dealer's, know how hard that is for me. But. Dealer's choice. I'm just like, I'm just gonna take my hat off and be like. I, this she's is unconscious, as peaceful as we can let her go. Uh, 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 she won't delight in it, she won't. I would suffer. We, it's I a would, neutral kill. I can just snap her neck. But hanging her here, I feel like this is a little. And then it won't be on our hands. Wine barrels? What is wrong with you? I mean, I understand she's mad, but this all seems unusually cruel. Has this land gotten to you? No, she's evil. She might be evil, but we can silently put her out without hanging her from the rafters or throwing her in a wine bag. I mean, both are pretty silent. And to be fair, Victoria, I'm not I'm not upset. I'm just kind of upset I didn't think of it. That's all. Just I, to, I will not be part yeah, of this. If we're going to hang her, I would prefer not to be here. Yeah, I was going to say, just don't overwind it or otherwise. But if, if you're... I, I'm happy to turn the witch. I, I'm going to walk outside. You, you figure out what you want to do with her. This her, is her not face the first time is completely bloodied and annihilated from the constant bashing of Kana's fist against it. Um, your hands are bloodied as you begin to wrap the rope around her neck. Her face is completely mangled. Yeah, crank it. <laughs> I'll I'll be still on the first floor. Uh, are you sure you got that, Miss Victoria? I could use some assistance. I'll be right up. I'll, I'll go up and I'll help her turn the winch to see if we can draw this uh, lifeless body up. It's easy enough to turn the winch as you crank it and you are able to hold her aloft. That ought to do it. I'm gonna wait an appropriate amount of time, I guess, and then let her back down. Minutes? You do that. I'm, out, minutes. I'm outside. Can we burn her? As long as you can think that won't spill blood, Sarnax, that was the whole point of this. She would then return to the Earth. But is that what she wants? I, I don't know enough about these ritual type things. This isn't my wheelhouse, so to speak. Let us do this work. Have her join the other druids. All of the remainder of the blights, pile them up away from the farmland, towards the wood. Let's put an end to this, and hopefully the fire will purify this whole vineyard. That's going to take some time. Um, I'm I'm willing to do it, and I'm willing to help, but we need to be careful about whatever might be approaching, because I'm still concerned about whatever we sensed out there. 
but but I'm I'll help. Uh, are you guys still inside around the wagon no, business? I've left. I'm I'm with you. Okay. Well, I again. Uh, whatever it happens, it's up to you. If you feel that it's appropriate to burn everything. She had a vampire staff. It's not unreasonable to want to burn her. Leaving corpses unattended to when a skeleton just greeted us is not wise. Agreed. And when the corpses of ravens can be transported halfway across Barovia and planted at our feet. Agreed. There is no wish we have to resurrect these druids. Let's just confirm that there's nothing left in the wine. Very well. I will begin dragging all of the corpses. Can we do like a... I'll just do like a once, or I guess whoever wants to help. Yeah, I'll just, so we just go through and make sure there's nothing left in the winery. We need to make sure when we get back to that family that we make sure that they're very well aware that some of this wine, if not more than we'd like to admit, is tainted. Yes. Perhaps we should drain it from the barrels just to be safe. Couldn't roll, hurt. Roll a group investigation check. Natural one. A lot of ones in the demo that die. I've been rolling horribly tonight, too. It's like, it's it's like today is first. Juju. I got a 16. We were all rolling well last night. Yeah, I was and then we like used up all of our luck. Uh, 11. 16. 3. Uh, 4. I, I'm outside helping with bodies. So yeah, makes sense. I, this, this is for you to discern whether oh, you've okay. gotten all of the yeah. lights and the druids. And just if, if sort of we feel like there's been time, I would have ritually cast detect magic while we're doing okay, this. fine. And so, as we go through the barrels, I want to see if I get any sense of, like, magical taint. Um, okay, I will see you, um, you are able to scour the entirety of the vineyard and the winery. Um, do all the things that you had said you were going to do. And you're able to see that it looks like, at least in the vicinity of the vineyard itself, that, um, there seem to be no more twig blights, needle blights, fine blights, or druids in residence here. They're bodies um, still burning and smoldering out on the battlefield where you fought them. It looked like most of what had been inside of the winery had made itself made its way outside to fight you upon your, your approach. And you spend additional time at the vats and you find that three of the vats have been poisoned. One of them seems to be untainted. So you take the necessary time that you need to empty the vats and dispose of the, the tainted wine. And you, uh, I'll say you, you take the time that you need to roll the barrels up and load them onto the wagon to prepare them for shipment to uh, the town of Velaki. You address the issue with the body and the cleansing of all of the horrors of this place. Your detect magic doesn't seem to go off outside of the few places you, ins- you expect that it would. Um, the secret entrance where the down in the basement where the uh, brown mold is. Uh, but there, there doesn't seem to be uh, anything else strange about this place. At least one of the areas that you promised to cleanse seems it seems to have been affected. I would use prestidigitation to put a uh, green skull on the three that I think were uh, corrupted. Just, it, it lasts an hour, the, the, the symbol or color that I can place. And so I'll just, assuming that whatever I feel like we get down and talk to them and then bring them back in and just like so that they could see, hey, by the way, these are the ones that are marked. 
other poisons. Okay. You you em- emptied them, I thought. Oh yeah, sure. Or like within, them. Yeah. 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 So as long as it's not gonna like all the wine. If I don't if I don't feel like it's gonna spill everywhere and corrupt stuff. Okay. Cool. It's, it's just, just poison. Okay. It's just a simple poison. And it is with that that you find yourselves accumulating outside of the winery as darkness is now descending around you. You look out over the horizon, up the up the pathway that you know we believe leads towards Yester Hill, and far off in the distance, you see the flickering flames. Uh, is everything assembled? Yes. Uh, so I'll kind of pull out my oil and just do be sparing about it, because there's a lot of bodies here. There was no doubt in my mind that this was a horrible blight that brought a great evil to the poor were ravens, to the soil. But through destruction, there is renewal and cleansing. And that is what happened, has happened here tonight. And what will continue to happen. May this evil blight never again haunt this vineyard. I'm going to flick a little flame from my lantern onto the, uh, the pile. You flick a flame onto the pile of needle and twig lights, and as one catches fire, a domino effect as it ripples down, a, they roar, um, the flames roar up and lick at the bodies as they all begin to burn and turn to ember and to ash. Far enough away, controlled enough that it doesn't reach its way to the, the lands that um, will eventually be once more a fruitful, fruitful uh, vineyard, but nor towards the, the building itself, controlled. You stand around it, this night is firmly setting into place, and you watch the flames dance. Well, let's return to the tree line and, and form the M- M- Mardukov family that their vineyard is safe for now. How, how heavy is the wagon that we've loaded up? I mean, is it something that, like, we can push? Or do we kind of have to leave it where it is? Uh, stables. There, there are stables, but you don't see horses that seem to be there. Uh, it looks like you could probably pull it, but I would say you would know that you don't really need to. If they're returning, they're, oh, they're going to have to. I just don't want to believe it, that's all. But if, it, if it's going to be a colossal pain in the ass, then we can leave it. I just wasn't sure if it was how heavy it was, that's all. Well, perhaps we could. Some of you could stay here, and the rest nah, of us could. I, think I will stick stay together. here. Nah. I would try to pull it to the tree line. I think it's fine. I think we just go fetch the family. We'll yes. escort them back down here and make sure everything's all right. Yes. All right. And we'll go to the tree line. You quickly, you quickly make make your way to the tree line, and you uh, roll an investigation check to see if you can figure one. out where not this one, the not tree that line one. or where they were. Tiny one. Yeah. He's the only one I should roll three dollars. Yeah, he's right there. He's oh like the God. very last so, die in your life. I rolled really well. Little Come on. Vienna sausage die. Oh. Yeah. I rolled over 10 all night. Uh, yeah, I think it's you. <laughs> Use uh, your 14. Oh. 
Oh, it's a bit. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, that's way better than I expected. You you make your way along the tree line, and it, it takes a while. It takes you all about forty five minutes before you finally find the um, the small outcropping. As you make your way up to it, you immediately hear the flapping of wings as ravens begin circling overhead. And as they as they seem to realize who you are, you you see them land on the ground in the center of this outcropping as all of them turn back into their human forms. <sighs> it's done. Yes, it's, we are safe and the vineyard itself in the winery inside, I believe, it has been cleansed. At least for now. They have poisoned three of your four vats of wine. We've drained those. What could have been the purpose of poisoning the wine if we couldn't even get to it? Suppose perhaps they were intending to distribute it on their own to, to kill as many as they could. Well, they were anticipating us. They, I'm guessing... Are the, horrible creatures. Yes. They, you are not looking well, any of you. It was a bit of a rough fight. Nah, we're a little banged up, but nothing out of the ordinary. Just another day. Yes. Uh, and I, we did find this, and I suppose I brought it all this way for no reason. So Curio, in my case, will rise up and open, and I'll pull out the footlocker. We you can, are rum, rummaging through my room. Well, we wanted to make sure that everything was safe. There were foul druids with the entire place. It would room. make the most sense. We just didn't want them to grab any of your belongings. Yes, in case for whatever reason they snuck in in the interim. But well, it is I, safe. Everything is here. You can take a look. I trust you, friend. I, uh, would you mind carrying it back up to the... Of course. I was going yes, to suggest the same thing. We'll escort you back to the house. Just you stay. should stay the evening. You cannot go out. Like this I mean, at the very least, we could help to clean up because things were a little bit of a mess. Are you, are you planning on leaving in the morning? We will leave in the morning, yes, to deliver the vine. Yes. There is, it is dangerous to travel these woods at night, then especially I, now. I think it would be a great idea for us to all sleep here, and in the morning we can continue to the hill I and take care of the rest of the druids. I think that'd be great. We will cook dinner. Have a, an evening in together as new friends. That sounds lovely. And they they pack up their belongings. They break down their bed rolls and these the small tents, and they sling them over their back as they make their way. All of you make your way back up to the winery. It's a somber moment. Um, there's little talking. The small girl and her mother are, um, she's held in her arms. She's afraid to even let her go for a second. And they, they speak to each other in hushed tones, but occasionally laugh and smile. And um, the small girl nuzzles her head into her mother's neck. She seems happy. And she still looks exhausted, but she's where she needs to be. As you make your way up to the winery, they take you in through the actual doors that lead in um, four large doors that open in directly into the room with the wine vats. As they lead you all upstairs and directly into the kitchen and the dining room area. Uh, what's, the, what's the man's first name? Davian. Da Davian. 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 Is there any way to keep the wagon safe behind lock and key? The wagon has no stable or um, port for it. It simply sits there. 
Well, I believe either way we should keep keep a watch tonight, and the five of us are happy to do so, so that your family can get some rest. We have many at our disposal, and you notice that now that the winery itself has been cleared of the infestation that was here, that there are at least 20 ravens flying in the sky, circling around this place. We have eyes. We will be safe tonight if none remain in this land. Yes, and your mold is safe downstairs. Again, apologies ah, for oh my mold for going through <laughs> that, that was secret, a clever find that secret door. You should have seen Sarnax. I never seen him act like that before. You are afraid of a little mold, little brown mold. Yes. Do you have a favorite mold? He says as he pulls <laughs> one of the benches over. He pats the seat next to him. Sit. Talk to me. All mold. mold that can be burned is my favorite mold. Well, you seem to have a penchant for fire. I do, David, and I know that we've just arrived, but... Would you like to light the stove? I believe we would like to get dinner ready. I would love to. And I'll ignite it, and I will I'll wait. You know, if, if everyone's kind of settling in, we're all able to talk to them. I will sit down. And yeah. you, you see as they pull some more chairs around, you're all able to uh, oh. sit around this wooden table. The uh, children, two small boys, the one small girl are playing. They've gone to their rooms, into their toy chest, and have pulled out uh, different toys, uh, blocks, uh, dolls, a small wagon with a makeshift wine barrels that they are filling and loading onto the wagon and playing with it. They laugh. Um, the the mother of the girl, uh, who you remember his name was uh, Stefania, begins to uh, tend around the stove, pulling out plates and starting um, starting a stock on the top of the oven. She throws in some bed, uh, bread to break uh, to bake and some some meat to cook. So, Davian, I have to ask, what you did earlier today was incredible. Was. Never done anything of the like. I did not know if I... He looks over and kind of hushes his tone. I did not want to tell her this, but I was not sure I could do it. Hey, you could have fooled us. Did our energy or assistance help in any way? I do believe that it did. The returning of the crystal, of the, the seed, and the magic in all of you, I believe sealed it together. You... Are you able to do more than restore life with that crystal in your staff? I did not know it was something it could do. I do not believe that it is something that should be pushed to those limits. I will return it to the Earth and we will use it for what it was given to us for. The power of the Earth did that today. It did, yes. I have not seen the power of the divine achieve such a thing. I hope to one day be able to do that myself. But, Davian, several times today I have been humble. And you seem like the type that does not say that you're locked. I haven't once said that since I've stepped foot in Barovia. Slight smile appears on his face. When you get as old as I, you find yourself saying it far more than you would like. I 
I've encountered three instances today where what I would have done immediately in my best wisdom was not the appropriate situation. I do not know if you've left Barovia, but where I come from, birds are foul creatures. Well. To be destroyed, burned. Apologies. They are not birds, they are their ravens. There's a difference, I'm sure. You I, see as all of them look a little uncomfortable. Apologies. I'm sorry, is that a threat? No, 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 no not no. at all. Allow me to continue. I apologize. But it has been you wear ravens. You are not of the type of bird I have encountered where I come from. But you have shown us hospitality, kindness, power, and friendship in a comfort in a world that is full of shadow and death, for which I am grateful, truly. And you have shown me that I should not always presume. And where I initially think fire, dragon fire, should be the way to cleanse a problem. Had I done so, terrible tragedy would have followed twice today. So I thank you for teaching me. And was not in kind of awkwardly shamble away. <laughs> he, I'm not out of the room, but like to the corner. He looks down at you for a moment. It is difficult to admit when you find yourself proven wrong. It is a valuable thing to own up to the things that you do that are not right. Yes. You have a strength of character that we are lucky to know. There are not many here in Barovia that have that type of a soul. Today has not been easy for any of us, but let us find joy in the night here, in new friendships made and growth, in the laughter of the children. He looks down, they seem to be completely unaffected by the conversation. You see the small girl run up to her mom, she's not small, she's like 12, but the girl run up to her mom and put her arms around her waist and just nestle her head into her back. I look on in disbelief. Like, I, I, I still can't, like, comprehend what's going you on. You see as Stefania looks over and she, she um, tussles the hair of her daughter and... She tries to be sneaky about it, but she's not, as she gives her a piece of bread and meat. And she looks down, she kisses the top of her head. You see, as as the small girl, um, as she takes it, and she looks around to make sure that her brothers aren't watching, her her smaller brothers, and she slowly eats it and smiles at her mom and goes (laughs) back to play. Um, I want to walk up to the, uh, to Stefania, and uh, and a small girl and uh, seeing I, I mean I don't know if I noticed her uh, chewing on the on the bread but um, I want to 
kneel down in front of her, smiling at her and Stefania, and um, just beaming at her, glad to see that she's okay and that we did not burn her body today. Um, I'll look at her saying, in, in my land, we say a kite breeds a hawk. In this case, a great raven. She looks at you and a smile graces her face. Well, I'm a woman now, so I will be great someday. You look familiar. And she reaches up and she run, rubs your cheek. I've seen you in dreams. But she reaches down and she hugs you. I give her a hug too. How are you feeling? Very tired. I want to sleep, but I don't she looks over and her, her mom is busy making making food. Don't want to make mommy cry again. And I think she's still very sad. She says I was sick. Days have passed since last I was feeling well. Yes. I must have eaten something that was not good for me. I'll take her hand from my cheek and put both of mine in it and look down and look up at her. Well, I'm sure you'll feel better soon. A great raven like you won't stay on the ground too long, and you will soar far and wide in the skies of Olympia. She looks up at you. The greatest of ravens. Absolutely. I'm going to go play now. I just pinch her nose. Well, if you don't mind, assuming that we have a, a nice meal, mm -hmm. as we're winding down, I say, if you don't mind, I'd like to just put some protections around the, all of the us. Children's, the children make their way off off to bed. Uh, Stefania and her husband uh, make their way off to bed as well. And you're left with Damien as the rest of the family says their goodnights and they, they head off to their rooms. So I will just begin pulling out my silver thread and little bells and just um, in a, a Felix style kind of ritually cast alarm a few places around the I was going to say in five uh, How 55 minutes? Yeah. Yes. Be five casts. So, yes. five so cast. whatever exactly what Felix did last night, strategically <laughs> place five yep. alarms. Uh, sir, I, I know you said you have lots of eyes uh, watching. We do, yes. We appreciate that, but if anything, for any reason, were to alert you, do not hesitate to wake us up and let us know. I will not hesitate to let you know, but now that the family has retired, I think we couldn't speak plainly. What brings you to this land? Do you not know how dangerous this land can be? How much time you got? <laughs> well, the rest of the evening, at the very least, and hopefully many years after that. He smiles. Based on all the tales, I knew this place was dangerous. But you read tales of our land. Yes, that's why I believed it existed. I heard tales of these Vistani, these travelers Vistani. telling legends. Of Are they the ones that led you into this land? To play cat and mouse with the Countess? They certainly aided in us getting here, yes. It was, we sort of stumbled through a church in, in the plane that we are from. It was uh, an intentional accident then. Perhaps it was the workings of the Vistani. If the Vistani were the trap, the professor was the cheese. I see. 
And which one of you does she have her eyes set on this time? <laughs> we all just like really awkwardly, like kind of look at Victoria, but like look away, like. I'll uh, have my, I'll have whatever approximation of root tea I can get. You hold up a ceramic alma. Yeah. I, yeah. I just grab some water and like, yeah. sip. Yeah. You're just sipping that shady fucking no, none tea. None of us really say anything. We're just kind of like awkwardly like looking it's, around the room. She has shown some interest in you, I suppose. I, I don't know why. You must be the weakest. <clears throat> I suppose that would make sense. I'm I apologize. That was that was rude. She Well, at the very least, uh, sir, we'd be lying if we said we weren't a little bit concerned. It is wise to be concerned. If she has her eyes set on you, then you have a far more dangerous road ahead of you than that which you have faced here today. Well, what does she want from us, though? Now that is the question. What do you have to offer? I don't know. I'm just wondering why she hasn't slaughtered us wholesale yet. Exactly. We've come upon her a few times now. It seems she's not asked us anything. She's not explicitly threatened us with harm. But it's as if she knows exactly what we're doing. We have yes. souls. We do. But perhaps that's why. As far as I know, we do. And I believe maybe she wants to trap us eventually so she could feed on us for who knows how long. But why wait? Why string us along, like you said? The fun of the chase, the thrill of it. She has her eyes set on you. Then she will watch you. She will toy with you. She will play with you. Until you are no longer valuable to her. Well, we are taking precautions to make sure that no individual... I'll look around. My eyes. <laughs> I'll look around, but I'll sort of linger a little long, longer on Victoria. We're making precautions to make sure that no one is bewitched. And taken away. We understand it is very dangerous. You must play her game. We are. If you anger her, then your life will be much less pleasant than it is now. She is kind to you in this moment. You hold on to that for as long as you can, and you use that. You yes. play the game back, but you play it smarter. Yes. You've been nothing but respectful of her so far, and then you are doing better than most. We plan to eventually destroy her and free this land of the I menace. would not say that out loud in this land, if I were you. You never know what ears are where, what eyes are where. We watch. But she is very powerful. She is aware of our intentions. Is she, she aware? I would imagine so. But if she is not, that would be the fourth time I was humbled today. Pam is the best of us. Well, what are your plans? I am an old man. I know many things. We are... Should we mention the cards 
I can't. Madam Eva, do you trust her? That is a tough question, even for one as old as I, as Madam Eva lives far longer than I have. How old do you think she is? I could not tell you, but there are stories of her for as long as there are stories of the vampire. That would mean she has an unnatural life. So it would seem we watch. She does nothing so far that has caused us pause or room to believe that she is in league with the vampire, but there is more to her than just what she has shown. Well, I mean, we've been warned about the Vistani and uh, how some of them might be good and some of them might not be so good. Uh, while we don't necessarily trust anybody, uh, Madame Ava's uh, reading has come true more often than not, that's for sure. At the very least, as a divination wizard myself, I can tell a very powerful divination wielder when I see one. And the magic she was doing was real. And Oh, I have no doubt that it was. The fate that she predicted has come true thus far. And I have no doubt that it will. But you are not the first group of people to find their way into Barovia into a reading with that woman and on a mission that they attempt to complete. Each one a story told. None survived. What makes you different? Perhaps we're not. I believe we are in the sense that the stories that we've heard, there's been one person that stumbled through, gotten their reading. Clearly, Madame Eva it seems, is an enemy of the Devil's Shroud. She wants to convince people to defeat her. And now, here we are, there are five of us, all capable in our own different ways. Well, for all of your sakes, I hope that is true. The key difference is that the previous adventurers and parties that have wandered into Barovia did not have the flame of the fire lord. That's right. I have seen Ravenloft burning in the fire. Wouldn't we all like to have visions of such? <laughs> I yes. know. We are well on our way to fulfilling the prediction, and if we do, we will defeat you. Yes. That is. Great news to hear. Are you an enemy of the Countess? He looks around for a moment. I am. Be all. Is that what the purpose is of the Order of the Feather? You see his face. He tries to keep his. He tries to keep his expression motionless, but he can't help but turn his mouth up at the corners. Far more. Then you should, friend. An yes. entertaining man with a monkey. <laughs> oh, yes, he thinks he is discreet. But with a walk like that and the voice as loud as his, 
our sweet carnival master does not uh, go unnoticed by those he chooses to follow. Especially traveling with a saber-toothed tiger. I did not know he had one of those. So he does get some things over on us then. He does. Well, but what is the purpose of this order? What is your quest? What do you do beyond growing wine? Well, Making wine. Growing grapes. Growing It is not often that people of your power find their way into this land. Hundreds of years ago, this winery used to provide wine for the devil's drug. But we no longer do so. We are no longer on good terms. She does not... She does not come around our parts and we watch from the shadows. But then we do see people enter into Barovia. They have this fire in their eyes like you do. It will to cleanse this land of the evil that lives within it. We do what we can to help. We frequent the dangerous places and we try to warn them against succumbing to their doom. We cannot help you in the fight against the death of Thrall, but we can help you fight against the dangers of the land around you. And so we do. We watch and we look and we help. Davian, you mentioned that you are no longer on good terms with the Countess. May I ask if you were ever on good terms with her? Myself, no. But the owners of the Vinery, yes. At one point, they were on amicable terms. But this is hundreds of years before my time. I know I'm old, my darling, but I am not that old. Is this a winery's vineyard? Has this been passed down through generations of your family? It was here before the Devil's Throat came to this land. Far before she took it in her grasp to wield it against us. I see. So, the hundreds of years ago, we could maybe triangulate. That's when she turned into a vampire. And she and no the longer... days went dark. The sun stopped its shine. Lost the taste for wine, perhaps. Traded it for blood. You are a smart man, Mr. Clayton Ezra. That's why they pay me what they do. Anyway, speaking of the dangers of the land, is there anything else you could tell us about the druids of Yesterhill? The druids are secretive. They have been getting far more... They've been taking far more risks as of late since they recovered the final one of our, our seeds and they encroach on our land more and more coming down from the hill, but for the most part, they stick to the forest. That is not the only place they frequent, but it is their main base. That's where they, they come together for their rituals, but anytime you're out in the forest, you could meet them. There are many. For what it's worth, 
uh, while we were doing the job here, one of them mentioned something was coming, and we could feel uh, some sort of disturbance in the earth. I, I sensed a lot of undead, a lot of fiends, nothing unusual for Barovia except for something I couldn't put my finger on. Any ideas? Well, there is a... There is a mansion in Barovia. It's it's a piece of ancient lore, but there was an order of the Silver Dragon. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. I don't mean to stop you right there. Silver Dragon? Yes, it was was a name. They were holy men that fought against Stradania. But the it's folk tales. I don't believe any of it to be true. The ruins are far to the north. But the ruins of this place, it says that Van, the founding member, was himself a silver dragon in disguise that created a, an order to overtake and overthrow Radanya when she first began her terror on this land. But she rained hell upon them, and they have been dead ever since. Some say they hear the whispers of the silver dragon, but it is all. I have not known any who have. It's all but a, a story, a tale. Yeah, of course, of course. I'll look at Shepard, give him a knowing look. I'm, I'm very out. deliberately avoiding <laughs> You'll feel my eyes. Yeah, I can, I can feel him <laughs> looking at me, and I'm just like yeah. not having any of it. I, I don't know if that answers your question, but I we see a lot. There are... I try to think of... But that is the only thing that really, aside from the Horrific woman, obviously, to the obviously in the res. Do you do you know where this shrine of this order of the silver dragon is? If we gave showed you a map, I could look at it and maybe I would be able to tell you. I pull out the map. <laughs> Just in a medicine. I know I told Sarnax about my dream. Did I tell everyone else about the dream? Yeah. No, nope. that's what I, I thought. It was no, no, just, yeah. tell me if, if I did, I would have RP'd it. And I didn't think that I did. I RP'd no. it with just... Okay, that's what I thought. I just told Sarnax. Clayton does not know. I, that's right. all I can say. I, for, I don't know. I couldn't remember. I know that I told Sarnax. I didn't think I told anybody else yet. I believe you just told that, told him privately. Oh, okay. So he he finishes telling us he marks on the map, right. and, I'm, and then, I'm minding my own business. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out of the convo. Outside of that, I I cannot think of any other creatures that I have heard of. I today the hag is the first time you have made me think of of this. Is there more you can tell me about hags? I don't know much besides we killed three of them. Pure goddamn evil. In a coven, they were summoning some foul fiend, and they were had, on children. They had children in cages. They were slaughtering children, turning them into pastries, collecting their bones in a stone circle. That is absolutely horrible. Yeah, we just killed them all. We killed them. We, we, we is there a the, defining feature or something to know they what were this all creature is? Foul women. They, they had their appearances. They had clothing that was made of goddamn children flesh. They were shape shifter. They they had disguises to appear more human or more beautiful. Oh, ugly, ugly, 
purple skin. Do I remember that they had purple skin? Uh, when you saw them, they didn't. Oh. Hmm. They, they, they summoned some foul little creature. It just, oh, yes. it just appeared. We killed that little fucker, too. They had a cauldron. Uh, coin. Seems like a tornado. And he flashed, and then he was gone. High pitched cackle. Yes, yes, laughing. Cackle. Laughing. Do they live longer than most do? I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, look, I, I'm making an assumption here, but they looked old. And I know that looks only go so far, but they looked old. And that's all I can really say. It didn't seem natural to me at all. Can, can I, like, can I discern based on what I've read at that early, just in my life, have I heard that hags are, are like, long-living? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, I believe that they all long-live. Wait. It is an interesting thing. Oh, Old yeah. woman. Yes. Long-living. Long-living. Disguising themselves as normal humans. Yes. Are you? I believe I understand what you are kissing at. Yes. Yes. I believe that the old woman that lives in Berez is a hag. I had a sickening feeling about that. Why stop there? Perhaps Madame Ava is a hag as well. Bullshit. Long lived? Why not disguise herself as Vistani? That is a good point, friend. It would take one to know one. Don't you think? Yes. Well, then we pay her a visit. We will get the information we seek. We're far, far from there, but next time we go that way, there's definitely a lead we will investigate. Oh, I mean the woman in the hut. Oh, the hut, yes, of course. She is mad, absolutely raving mad. She claims to be the other mother of Stradania. What? The other mother? Yes. It is a thing that we have heard in our scouting of the area of Brez, the drowned ruins of an old city beneath the hut, and she, her windows open on dark full moon nights, she chants. She claims to be the other mother of the vampire. What would that even mean? Well, not know. it seems to be quite obvious to me, Professor. It is obvious to me now as Does well. Does a vampire not have two births? Exactly right. Oh, dear God! Was she the one that turned Shradania into a vampire? I have not thought of that. The other mother. Is that what you're getting at, Sarnax? The Did place is a place of pure evil. It is infested. It is horrific. And we try not to go there often. We've realized she had the gem and we have kept ourselves from it. Afraid to venture anywhere near it should she see us. We do not want to incur her wrath. You will not live in the shadow of this hag forever. Her hut will burn along with her flesh. <laughs> well, we can only hope. But you say that 
we should wait before paying her a visit. You could go now if you wish, but if you had trouble with what was here at the winery, I fear she would bring you to your doom. I wouldn't call it trouble. I'm dead all right. We were going to go by Yester Hill anyway, uh, before we made our way down to that swamp, regardless. They're not in the same place. Well, I didn't think so. I just wanted to make sure your druid problem was all shored up before we left uh, too far. Yes. Um, but well, what you're getting at is we take care of the druids and perhaps come back later. There is time. We still have time. The druids have been amassing, and it is more unified than I have seen lately. They are up to something, but, but what it is, I could not tell you. They will be taken care of tomorrow. Yes. Agreed. We can only hope that that is true. Either way, I, I trust your wisdom that we are not quite ready to deal with the hag in Perez. Yeah, but these druids are just vermin. Let's be real. We've killed three of them or four of them today. And we can deal with vermin. And we can deal with a few more, especially with... I totally forgot. Curio. My case will open up. I will pull you out. No, speaking of which, that you mentioned the the well, I mentioned the order of the silver dragon. It's very close to Brez. The the orders. They are. Or details. It is a track, but they are they are close. So this is Brez, probably, and this is the order. So it's down the dotted pathway through the yep. forest. Yep, I see that. that Yes. Uh, on the north side of Mount Gacchus. Yep. Yep. Well, maybe we investigate both. After after we deal with the druids, we will court our next, or we will plot our next course. I guess it couldn't hurt. Looks like you have a lot of, you have a lot ahead of you. Yes. I wish there was more that I could do. You've done plenty, trust me. Yes. So much. I will done. keep my ravens in flight. They will be your ears for when yours cannot hear. And I will send them to you, should I learn of anything more. But I have one request. I know you said that you would not send any children to dangerous areas, but even if they I insist... Not. No, not again. Twelve is far too young to engage in our lifestyle. When you go searching in a place of death, Usually it is death that you find. And so if we are in a dangerous area, only send those willing to find that death. I will take what you say. I will hold it close to my heart. I'm a very old man. I find myself tired. As do I. Yeah, I'm going to be feeling this in the morning. It is not the most comfortable, but in the main area, in the main room, next to the vets, they have set up bedding for you. We do not have extra rooms here, but it is safe, it is comfortable, and it will be warm. Say no more. It's, it is more than enough. It's and if you need anything, he looks to you. I believe you know which room that I sleep in. Yes, <laughs> I do. Thank you so much. It's all right, Davian. I'll stay up a little bit longer just to watch over the You may stay up as long as you would like, but for me, I am going to sleep. Thank you. We Uh, appreciate your hospitality. 
you as well. Thank you. New friends. He raises his glass of wine. Cheers, cheers to all of you. Gracious he, knocks, he knocks back the rest of it. Good night. That was enough wine for me to sleep well, I think. And he um, reaches for the uh, he reaches for the uh, lockbox, the chest from you. And you are. And don't forget the key. Oh, yes. The key he, is uh, opens it and he I'm assuming you've done this already. And he looks through it and he pulls out the locket, opens it up and you see a small tear run down his cheek. Come, my darling, let's to bed. And he puts it in the uh, in the pocket of his of his cloak. Good night. And he makes his way out of the room and heads to the heads to his bedroom. Did we get the other key back? No. We never found what it went to. Oh shit! Probably just not our problem. We should still give them their key back. <laughs> yeah. we, we give them the key back. Yeah. I didn't think about it. We we can. I honestly didn't think about it. If you'd like to remind me, feel free. I, I, we gave them the small silver key that goes to the, the locker, key. but not the larger iron key. Yes, Mister Shepherd, that other key. Oh, oh my my goodness! I I completely forgot. I, I'm sorry. We we did a little lot a, a lot of snooping, and I'll pull out the iron key and say, I didn't find what this went to. Oh, this is just for the front doors downstairs. Thanks, oh, <laughs> goodness gracious. We, I was, I, for a split second, I thought maybe we didn't get the whole place. Oh, no. No, they were unlocked when you came in. But thank you. I will put these back in the, uh, in the room. No, oh, no, no. It's all Victoria. When you're looking for trouble, it seems everything is sinister. Even key. I understand that completely. We missed a lot when we evacuated so quickly. Have a good night, friends. You good too. Night. Sleep well. Thanks for everything. There will be warm breakfast for you in the morning. I may be out tending to the grounds. If I do not see you, I wish you well, and you are welcome in our home anytime. Thank you, and don't hesitate to get us for any reason. I feel not good night. Good night. And he slowly makes his way out of the, out of the room, down the hallway. You hear the click of his door. As he makes his way to bed, you are still sitting around the table. In the kitchen. In the dining room. I'm going to go to bed. I'm beat up. Me too. I'm a little worse for wear, but I'll be all right in the morning, even if I'm just a little sore. Agrees. You should get some sleep. Sure. Um, I guess I'll just pick one of the spots. They didn't have to go through all this trouble. I appreciate the hospitality. It's more than enough. The kindness is, is, is limitless. It will be good to get a good night's sleep before we deal with whatever deadly danger lays in wait. Anybody have any preference? Because I'm just taking one. It's as you say this that the door creeps open, and at first you don't notice anything. As you hear, oh, I'm so sorry, I, I didn't notice anyone in here. And you see in her, in her nightgown, the, uh, the small girl. I was just coming into... Um, and she looks over, her eyes lingering on the bread and the meat. I was just going to put my dishes away. Oh, uh, are you? You are you hungry? Yes, a little bit. Just, just come on over, please. I can you, have some. Are you sure? You live here. We're guests. I'm not supposed to eat after. Wait, wait, what? 
I'm not supposed to eat after I go to bed. We won't tell anyone. We're not going to. Do you promise? If you're not a gremlin, it's oh, fine. Great. And she scrambles <laughs> up and she starts piling a plate full of food. Oh, just don't, 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 don't tell anyone. Keep it a secret. And she starts to drink. I'm fine. I don't know no, about that. Just You're, go get up and my mommy lets me have no. some special occasion. Oh, I think we draw the line there. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Do you have any wine today? Today, no. I believe that of all of the special occasions of your life, today may be the specialist. Fine, it was just sick. Karnak, you don't even drink. Is this not what child children do? Drink wine? Not generally. Go not sometimes. 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 You can have one sip. Is that all right? Yes. All right. She reaches I'll out hold, for your goblet. I'll hold I'll make sure no one's looking. A wine cup, and then I will mage hand. Like, and then the wage hand will pour just like a, like a, a sip or two. This is yours, all right? And don't okay. tell anyone. We're, we're, we're breaking rules here. Before you drink it, you have to make a toast. I do. And I'll pour everybody else's little, like a little okay. drink. Okay, I think I've seen my mommy do this I'll before. take it. This is not a good habit, Professor. Here we go. Um, to the saviors of the vinery and to the family that I love so much. I'll drink to that. Yeah. And then, and, and she looks to Kana being a very big raven. Here, here. Cheers. 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 And she takes a, <laughs> she takes a big swig. <laughs> There's not much. Okay. And she drinks it back. It is very good. You can have more when you're old. I know, mommy says that all the time. Did you get enough food? Could I take a little back to my room? Don't cause a mess. Get in bed. I will go straight to sleep. Fine. That's how you she get inches over and she yeah. takes a little bit of that's how she you takes a little bit of food and shoves it into a small pack and she begins to turn as if she's going to go away and she looks back at you and at your plate where there's still a piece of meat uneaten. She reaches up, she grabs it, she stuffs it in her face. Okay, good night! Good night, now go good night. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> She makes her way out and you hear as her feet slowly, she thinks that she's being really quiet but she's pattering down the hallway and you imagine that everyone can hear that she's gone to the kitchen and gotten food. But the door shuts and all is quiet. I hope Davy doesn't have anything to say about that tomorrow. Yeah. I think I think Starnax is right. Of all the days, let's indulge just a little bit. Stay with me today. It, it feels like we might have finally had just a minor victory. There are very few opportunities where tragedy can be reversed, yes. not just prevented. Agreed. If I had that kind of power back home, Imagine the good I could do while I still draw breath. I mean, you're, you're, we're, we're going to get home, Zarnax. You're going to get home. There's plenty of good for you to do still. We're not going to be stuck here. We're going to get home. Perhaps. Where's the stuff? Oh, yes. Out of the case. Oh, this is what I was doing when I was doing this. I was pulling <laughs> the it out. ribbons. Yeah. Out. Sonics, you, I believe. You pull the staff out of the case and hanging on to it. Morbid Molly, her eye lolling to the side, her hands firmly gripped around the shaft. Get off you, son of a bitch! One of one of the hands drops, and she. You see as her head turns. Please. 
No, you, you do not have that tonight. Rip her off the. <sighs> she falls limply down. Shut the, the case. case. Oh Sonax, I believe you should hold on to this at all times. I'm really starting to love her. <laughs> Maybe you can use this at a moment's notice. Anything happens to me. Yeah. Sarnax is the best person to hold on to. Yes, you can burn it instantly. I can. Morbid Molly is the reason why it I have a perpetual wicked. wedgie in this campaign. <laughs> always what? top of mind. <laughs> that perpetual wedgie. Perpetual wedgie. I'll take the staff and say this is a, hell a staff of wickedness, but I will derive great pleasure in burning it when the time is right. And I'll kind of spin it around a little bit and then sling it like through a a belt loop on her back. You you do that. All right. I'm going to bed. Me too. Is there anything else any of you need? I'll look, lean in. Dream well, Shepard. Yeah, you too. And I'm, I'm going to like... <laughs> Dream well. Dream well. <laughs> and then I'll like it. <laughs> so in one of the places that I would have placed the alarm is either around or near I'll the I'll say child. you have fully alarmed every okay. inch of this place. You've had time. So I will go to bed. You've been here having dinner and enjoying time with them for hours. It's encroaching really late into the evening. Perfect. We'll go to bed. Go to I, bed. So I, all of you are just going to bed. I want to stay up a little I am bit. staying Okay. Up. I am praying. I am not trying to be... Uh, I'm trying to be very stealthy about this, but... I'm purposely staying up and avoiding contact with Victoria to see if she leaves. I will. I'm basically rummaging through my pack, like organizing, reorganizing, like re reclasping my armor, like sharpening my blade, doing like menial tasks to make it look like I'm busy. Not deliberately trying to foil Kana's plan. Uh, Sarnax will. <laughs> oh my God. Deliberately trying to foil her plan <laughs> to get Victoria out. <laughs> Because uh, Sonics would never uh, indulge uh, such heresy. Yeah. Uh, I'll, as you're kind of doing that, you'll hear the door open and you'll turn and see Sarnax. And I'll say, uh, my, I'll be holding my lantern, my foot will be up. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look at you, Kana, and I'll gesture the door. Kana, would you care to go for a walk in the night with me? Can I infer from what he's saying that he's trying to pull me away from from uh, I don't think I think he Mikey was saying he's not trying to foil oh, you. Oh yeah, he just I wants to go on a walk. With with you. He genuinely, yeah. he genuinely is asking yeah. to go on a walk, not realizing what you're trying to do. Yes, that's. Uh, I want to look at uh, Victoria and just get a gauge of how deep in prayer she is, and if she looks like she's like getting ready for bed, or if she's like still will, fully. Yeah, I will say that just for for you to be able to do what you were going to do. I was planning to kind of walk out to uh, like where the wagon had, had been okay. before and kind of pray on my own. Okay. I was planning on doing first watch at the wagon. Oh, because uh, that's where the wine is. She wanted to watch. I her wanted to watch the wine so I wouldn't get for, poisoned for in the first night. Watch. Got it. Not that we have to do watches, but she's paranoid that the wine's going to get poisoned, so she was going to hang out there for first watch. As you make your way out there, you see that there are about um, ten ravens on their own all around <laughs> the stone area, staring down at the wine. Um, and I'll, watching you. I will uh, take one last look over at Victoria, and then I'll look at Sarnax and nod and silently follow him out. You make your way out into the darkness, the still of the night surrounding you. 
all is quiet. You can see the faint flickering of lights off in the distance, which you know leads towards where Yester Hill ascends up um, at its uh, sloping angle. As you make your way through the the empty vineyards, I will uh, remain silent as well as I will walk us towards the pile of ashes where we burn all the bodies. And uh, with that, I will switch my lantern magically to the bullseye, and I'll cast the light all on it. Kana, do you see this? Field of ashes. Yes. You say that with such disdain in your voice. Why? Where I'm from, we do not believe in scattering the ashes in such a vulnerable, laying waste fashion. We like to keep things contained, clean, homage to those that have passed, whether they were good or evil in their world, in, in our in their time on this world, on this planet. We have different ways of burying our dead. I... Perhaps, but observe. There was a great light here. I know you were disturbed by what happened to the woman, the staff. But observe the state of the vineyard. Observe the state of the family mere hours ago, and I'll turn and I'll ex- extend my uh, hand to the house with the lights on, flickering the ravens flying around, and now see what has become of it. That that pile of ash is there and allowed for this to happen. As you look down, you see one small green tendril already beginning to curl up out of the earth. Where once was ash, regrowth has begun. And I'll step forward, I'll beckon Kana over, and I'll crouch down. I'll point. Where you see ash, the result of destruction, yes, that's true. But I see fertility. I see the regrowth the rebirth, and the rejuvenation, where once was corruption and light, the staff on my back, condensed evil, will be purged by fire, now grows a tiny seed. You believe in the rejuvenation of water, and I do not believe that water alone can do the level of renewal that we've done here. The cleansing, however, it does have its part. And I'll step forward and I will reach into my cloak and I will pull out a little bag and I'll pull out a seed. And it's not the black seed. It's a small, just a little standard seed. And I'll put it into the ashen soil. I have been planting my seeds 
brought this land this here is from Striga, from Erios, from my home. Tis a native bush that has roots that make the best tea. However, although fire has provided the ideal soil, it requires one more thing, water. Would you do the honors, Connor? You speak wisely, Sarnax. For once, I do agree with you. And I will pull my water flask out, and I'll pull out my ladle, and very carefully pour the water over the ladle, fill it, and then I will pour it over the seed that you just planted. As it turns out, after the rain, the earth does harden. Indeed. And in our journeys, there will be situations like this one, perhaps far darker, and fire will purge the wicked. It will be brutal. It will be painful. It will be dark and it will make you feel sick. However, the field of ashes becomes a bed of renewal and the ravens return to roost. We ask you a question, Sonics. Not to play the devil's advocate. Had you turned that raven to ash today? Feed it to the soil to rejuvenate. How heavy would that have weighed on your conscience knowing that that was a child? In my lands, we return the heroes to their families. And once I learned that that was no mere raven, I knew I had to do something to get her back to where I thought she belonged. The same goes for that mad woman today with the staff. I am convinced that that staff is what drove her mad. Everyone deserves a second chance. That raven, that woman, these druids, I'm not suggesting they can be convinced out of this cruelty, but something may be grasping at their minds that we don't even understand. We cannot act, burn, and destroy so quickly when we don't know all the facts. I don't know if I could have forgiven you had I learned later that that was the body of the child that you burned. It weighs on my soul. I did not know such power existed in this land to return life to a child. Now that I do know, I will temper my flame. However, she, like pure water, was innocent. The woman that we hanged here today was the most putrid, vile, corrupted water of which there was no coming back, as are the rest of the druids. The innocents shall be spared the fire, but the wicked, not a chance. And from their ashes, renewal. So, and 
What was that? Sorry. I'll stand up from my crouching. As I'll turn and I'll say, you have assisted in bringing some of my home to Barovia. I thank you. Much obliged. Happy to help. Learning more about you has made you less strange and creepy. But as you will temper your flame, I will make every moment to be less hasty, more understand. If you speak of the wicked, yes. do you hold the same feelings for Victoria? She is, her soul is wicked, but I do believe that there is much good in her. Would you give her the same fate today as you did to that woman, hanging her from the rafters? I... I don't know. I, I feel differently today after seeing what she did. I, I would have gladly snapped her neck and given her a quick, quick death. But that prolonged hanging, knocked out, like absolutely defenseless. I, I see her in a different light. Come. If the darkest path is the one that we walk down, then of course I would not hang Miss Victoria. It would be death by fire. However, I do not believe that she is unsalvageable. I do see wickedness. I do see what Shradania sees in her. However, I believe that her heart is stronger. I disagree with Davian that she is weak. I believe that it's her strength. That is the reason why Shredania desires her. She may be stronger than all of us combined. She I has believe, much mystery about her I have not uncovered yet. I believe that may be the case, but I intend to purge whatever wickedness there is and bring about renewal in whatever way I can. And I will step forward. Before we retire, there's one thing I must do. I'll uh, step forward and I'll get to the center and I'll get a general sense of where uh, what's-her-face was. Crazy old lady. Mm -hmm. And I'll put away my, my uh, root seed and I'll pull out the single black, large black seed, basically an acorn size. And I'll lean down and I place it in. You are gone. Wickedness. To the tree. Rise. Until your limbs fill the sky. Until your sighs fill the air at night. Raise your mighty limbs and give praise to the fire. I'll stand. Shall we retire? You shall. And I will guide her back. Giving Victoria tons of time on watch. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just get a quick round of applause? 
I, for one, uh, am looking forward to devoting my life to Garrett's and the Claws. (laughs) They are writers. Bonus for them. My blood pressure, my head's going like, holy shit. Who's your writer, Mike? Who's your writer, Mike? Who's your writer, Maya? That was great, guys. Wonderful job. That got me, like, (laughs) hoovy. Well, that was yeah, that was, was so good. Yeah. Victoria, what are you doing? I don't want to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, be a, don't be a meta butthead. Yeah, don't do Stick to your intentions. Yeah, well, keep your expectations low after that. Um, so I would have uh, kind of gone out. I guess I would have gone out and looked at the wagon and seen that there were all the ravens mm-hmm. up above. Um, I would just kind of glance uh, like at the the winch or wench winch wench winch winch. 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 Yeah, sorry, not wench. Winch. I wrote wench in my book, so yeah, it can no, be a wooden winch. wench. Dumb you are. That's wench. It's a wench. <laughs> There's one hot wench. Made mm. of wood. Big yeah. hot wooden wench. So I would basically want to pray and I'll, I'll basically, this won't be out loud. It'll be in my head, but for the, the sake of, um, the sake of kind of conveying what, what I'm praying about, um, I, I would say, oh, Mater, I've, I've struggled for so long to, to balance what you, what you teach to us to take suffering from others and take it upon yourself, um, you know, that it's, it's so difficult to, to straddle the light in the dark, um, to bring light to others. You are constantly taking darkness into yourself. Um, and I, I feel today that we've done something wonderful for this family, but at the same time, I have acted in such a way that darkness has nearly overcome me. Um, and the man was, was right when he said that I was weak and, I, I can't be weak and let something like that happen to me anymore. I need to find the strength to stay in the light and spread that light to others, banish the darkness instead of collecting it within me. And so starting tomorrow, that will be my goal. And I will bring light with me going forward. And I'll just pray, clasp, and I'll lay down. You have this moment and you feel invigorated, this sense of willpower within yourself to fully fight off the shadows that have always hidden at the fringes of who you are, that wickedness that creeps into your soul, your thoughts, your dreams, and you steel yourself to push it away with the power of your God. You will be the person you were meant to be, not the person you were born to be. And you lay yourself down and slowly drift to sleep. Either one of you doing anything? I'm doing wizard shit. (laughs) You do wizard shit and you go to bed. All right, we'll leave it at that. Thanks, Rich. Are you doing tiefling shit? I went to bed. Yeah, you went to bed. Yeah. You slowly, the two of you slowly make your way into the room. All is quiet. You see. You see Victoria tossing from side to side. You can tell she hasn't fully drifted into sleep yet, but she is on her way there. Uh, Clayton uh, is is asleep (laughs) off to the side um, in one of the further further beds. 
uh, book held open in his hand as if he'd been mid-writing when he fell asleep. Drool is uh, streaming down the side of his face as he snores loudly as it echoes throughout the room. Uh, this is a sound you are not unfamiliar with. Shepard sleeps silently off to the other side. Did you both make your way to your beds and go to sleep? Yep, my lantern down, I'll curl up around them. I'll spend like the first uh, uh, watch just, uh, I know we don't have to do watches, but I'll spend like a couple hours staying awake, uh, just being vigilant, watching around the wagon as the ravens come and go. If any of them decide to speak to me, they can, but I'm, I'm not trying to be a intimidating presence. I'm just kind of sitting on the ground, leaning up against the wagon. For the, for the few hours you choose to do this, none of them change out of their raven forms. There are always at least ten that stay near the near the wine. Um, but you do see that they seem to be changing posts and flying around, and you begin to kind of discern their pattern. They seem to be not only um, surveying the area immediate to the winery and the vineyard, but also heading down the paths and even along the path to Yester Hill. They come back and they change and they head out. And you this you have an uneventful first few hours, but it looks like the Ravens have um, the the watch on lockdown. And then when uh, if I feel pretty confident uh, in their ability and nothing has happened, I'll go I'll slip inside quietly and go to bed. You slip inside and you find your you find yourself slowly drifting off to sleep. A shepherd. <laughs> In sleep, uh, yeah. you find yourself standing atop a cliff, looking down at the smoldering ruins of Barovia before you. And as you as you look down, you notice the silver armor adorning your body. An, an icy blue cloak whipping around your back in tune with the wind, and as you look down at your hands, you see a large two-handed sword. You take it and sheath it behind your back. You feel like you have no control over this form as you're watching through these eyes. You feel the wings unfurl from behind you. You take flight into the air, circling the land you have claimed the land that you have ridden of evil as you fly directly towards Castle Ravenloft, still standing, but barely. The crumbling ruins of stone toppling down over the edge of the hill, and you feel victorious. Victoria. <laughs> You find yourself walking through a cold wooden hallway, your feet, every footstep echoing against the walls. As you look down, you see that you're wearing a beautiful cloth nightdress. But you realize just as quickly that though it covers your body, it barely covers anything at all. The entire shape of every bit of you can be seen through it in the soft flickering candlelight of the lamps that are ensconced to the wall. You find that you can't stop yourself from moving forward. The candles flicker 
from side to side as you hear the creaking of a door up ahead. You're propelled forward almost against your will. You're attempting to hide every bit of your immodesty, but there's nothing you can do to hide what's beneath this shift. As you find yourself propelled in through a large, double-arched doorway, intricate wrought iron knotwork adorning every bit of it. A large, massive four-poster bed sits in the very center of this room. Dark, velvet bed hangings open at the front and laying there, arms outstretched, blood dripping down the side of her face, completely nude, Shradanya Bonsarovich. She looks up at you as she licks the blood from her face and she beckons you forward. It's at this moment that you see three beautiful nude women bare their fangs at you as they pull themselves up out of the covers. All of them giggle and beckon to you. One of them jumps from the bed and makes her way towards you, pulling at your dress, pulling you towards the bed. And as you reach it, Clayton. Are, are you sure we didn't have the wrong dreams? <laughs> as I read, <laughs> what was the last thing you said? As, as, as you reach so it, you wake up. I wake up. But we're going to address what happens to Clayton in the evening. Oh boy. <laughs> Clayton. You find yourself in the midst of an earthquake. Your body is shaking and shaking. Looking around, it's nothing but darkness. As your eyes open and you realize you're not in an earthquake, but you're being shaken awake. You look around and you are in the winery. Your friends sleep, some snoring softly, others completely devoid of sound. Victoria tossing and turning, not in pain, almost in pleasure. As you look to the side and sitting on the floor next to you, is this small girl. She looks down Hello. at you. Hello. Are you are you awake? Y- yes, yes. Well, now I am. Yes. You so, are snoring really loudly. Oh, and I could not sleep. I'm sorry. I don't know how the rest of my companions can put up with it. I think they are used to it, and they. And she looks over at Victoria, and she seems a little uncomfortable. Are also very loud too. Oh, she does that all the time. How do you sleep through that? I've trained myself. Uh, at the beginning, it was tough and. Slightly confusing, but... She reaches her hand down. My name is Vasha. Vasha, yes. No, I I, 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 I know, dear. My name is Clayton. I know what you did. What did I do? You killed me. I won't tell my family. It was an accident. She looks at you and there's sorrow in her face. (laughs) I know. I'm so sorry. I was trying to warn you. But my mommy told me not to. I just, I knew what they were doing, and I didn't want you to get hurt. And I, I thank you so much for that. And th- those, those bad people, they, they, they are dead now. And She puts her hand up to your mouth. I can see the sadness in you. It was an accident. It was. I, and I didn't, I, I never meant. I knew it. I never meant. And she reaches her hand down and she grabs both of your hands. I forgive you. You do? 
but you need to forgive yourself. I, I couldn't have known. I know. You're right. You're right. I need to. You, it's okay now. You're Please. fine. You feel okay. I still feel kind of sick to my stomach, but I'm okay. And the wine helped a little bit. <clears throat> well, can I give you a special treat? Okay. I'm uh, curious. And my case will open up, um, and I will... You see she kind of jumps back a little bit, almost scared to see you casting spells. Uh, I will dig in, uh, and I will pull out a little, uh, a little satchel. Uh, that is kind of wrapped in like a pastel pink. Can I uh, have wrapper. that? And she points at Morbid Molly. No, no, no. You do not want okay. that. It looks cuter than it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's really ugly, but I kind of like. No, you don't want. Trust me. It's, once you get it, you can't get rid of it. So, uh, but this is much better and more suited to your taste. I'm, I assure you. And I, uh, I, kind of press agitation it open with some like sparks. And in this little pink uh, kind of wrapper, there will be some some toffee. Uh, this is from home. Can I have one? No, you can have you can have all of it. She this is my takes favorite one confection, and she puts it in. She. This is very sweet. It's very sweet, but then so save it. You only need a little bit, but you can have the whole thing. I quite have the whole thing. You can have the whole thing. I've been saving it because. Toffee is my favorite sweet, and it reminds me of home. It's my favorite sweet now too. Well, it's yours. Thank you. She wraps it up and she holds it. She doesn't really have anywhere to put it. It is from my home city of Brie, the finest confectionery shop in the whole city. I will not eat all of them tonight. If you want to, you can. I won't stop you. I am Insight check. Insight You're a liar. I won't. It's your candy now. You can do with, what, do with it what you will. But I just, I feel like you, you should have it. Thank you. And it's the least I can do. She puts her hand on the side of your face. Don't cry anymore. I did not tell mommy and I won't. They don't need to know. What you did, they said you killed the women in the... in the windmill? We did, yes, yes. Very shortly after... I'm glad I was not... I'm glad I did not scare you away. My... death did... Good in this land. Many more children will live and spend time with their mummies now. Yes. We've ended all of it. We've ended the cycle of, of, of murder. These poor children. And, and you, you're alive now, so it's okay. It was. You're okay now. It was a mistake. Yes. And I'm going to kind of like, I'll, I'll like rub my hand on her hair. She leans in and she gives you a really tight hug. Real, like. It just feels real and not like she's warm and she's real (laughs) and you give her a hug and she she holds you tightly and she says thank you for giving my mommy back a gift my family back at home it was a mistake 
and I, I'm so sorry. And please let me know if there's anything else you can do. I have to go to bed now. Yes, just stay out I of danger. Don't eat all of the candy. Don't eat all the candy if you can help it. I know it's very delicious. <laughs> but I won't eat the rest. It's very, there's a lot of sugar. You'll be up all night if you eat all of it. I so get some sleep. And keep it hidden so that yes. you don't have to share. Okay. I won't tell anyone. I will hide it in my horsey. My fiery horsey. Bocephalus. Oh. Nightmare speed of the Dreadlord. Oh, that sounds very ominous. Indeed. You're yes. very powerful, I can tell. A very powerful raven. I will be, and she looks at Kana, a big raven. Powerful. You will. I can tell. You've been given a second chance. Go to bed now. Yes. And you you are being well. a very bad man. Oh, I know. Yes, you're right. Go to sleep. I will go to bed right away. You gave a little girl alcohol. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. I won't tell you. <laughs> and she scampered up the Good stairs. night. <laughs> and I will smile to myself and feel warmed in my soul, and I will go to bed. Oh, my goodness. That is where we'll end the session. Oh. So it is true what they say, the ravens will always come home to roost. The source of the vineyard's blight may have been uprooted and purged, but Dark Druid's corruption still lingers, threatening to consume the Martikov family once more. Will this good deed go unpunished? Find out in Chapter 7 of Curse of Stradania, Creeping Rot. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventris tell similar stories of Dungeons & Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch. You can also enjoy our many campaigns on YouTube, support us on Patreon, and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to the Aventurous family.